Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a For another week, Ben 4G Radio, episode 489 for September 25th, 2017. This is the last week before October starts. If I remember correctly, there's a few things happening in October. Just a, just a few. Just a few. Just a few. Um, but no, it's uh, first day of fall was on Friday. The leaves are changing colors. Colors. Halloween is on its way. It's almost time. For some video games. But with us this week, we have Jay. Buongiorno. We have Drew. Hello. And uh, the Mr. Wombat will be joining us shortly. Uh, but yeah, video games. We're playing lots of video games, and we haven't even got to the big video games yet. It's going to be crazy. Yep. South Park's really coming out. Yeah, I, I, I heard that there was a trailer out for it going gold, but I haven't seen it yet. It's um, it's Kanye. You should watch it. <laughs> I, I kind of don't want to see it because I want to just play the game going in mostly blind. Oh, Does it man. spoil some stuff or no? I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to answer that question. Because, yeah, like, no, what, what, is the, watch it. what is the... What is that game? Like... I've been very media blackout on it. I only watched that because I didn't believe that the game had actually gone gold. <laughs> but, yeah, that, uh... You know they've changed it to a strategy RPG, right? Yeah, yeah, they changed the combat system, yeah, I know. I'm down with that. The original combat engine didn't really gel with me too well. It wasn't terrible, it's kind of serviceable, but it wasn't really anything that I played the game for. You know, you play that game for the story and the characters and the humor, not for the combat. Maybe it'll change things around this time. I will be interested to see what the moment or moments that will get the articles written about them this time. It's, yeah. They've already they're gonna. What do you mean? They already had articles about the raunchiness of the game already? Not about the raunchiness, but there's been controversy about it. Well, I know there's the, the difficulty slider. Yeah, the difficulty slider. And then the, um, I guess there was something about a transgender... Oh, uh, for people that are listening and don't know what the difficulty slider we're talking about is that the dif- there's a difficulty slider and that also goes with your skin tone. So the darker your skin, the more difficult the video game is. They've That's also, how they gauge difficulty. They've also said that doesn't affect it. What it's, do you mean? It's just a joke. Oh, it's a joke? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <coughs> that is funny. Yeah, I, I thought that was for realsies, but uh, I, would, I didn't mind either way. I thought that was just such a dumb joke either, either way. Yeah. Right? So. I mean, it's not like the first game didn't do that. I mean, come on. One of the classes was a Jew or something like that in the first game, right? Well, here's the thing. I played a thief, 
Yeah. And my character was white, and Cartman said, a white thief? I've never seen that before. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, uh, that's Cartman for you. That game is... Uh, looking forward to that. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wombat, have you joined us? I have. Okay. He, he wrestled with his mic first, then he said hello. I did. Yes, <laughs> he did he have to wrestle. a nice power bomb on them. Oh, he's gone now. He's gone. If he lost that mic, that mic is a real strong, you know, defender. <laughs> Knows how to grapple. As he's taking him down, the count is up to you know about three or four now. So hopefully he'll he'll do a little turnaround. He knows the game. I was gonna say yeah, he uh, he lost the fight with the mic. <laughs> just instantaneously, he was about to talk shit about his mic, and they just got knocked out. Yep, Iron Mike got him. <laughs> now Keith. Now Keith. Now Keith with my pigeons. All right. Well, while we're getting the wombat back in here, Drew, you wanna you wanna talk about some video games? Honestly, I don't have much to talk about. That's that's fine. I, I can't. How, I can't, Drew? How? How do you not have anything to talk about? It's, because the things I will I'm, I have played, we have talked about before. I played a lot of Destiny Two. Yeah, let's just get the Destiny Two update out of the out of the way. You know, for all okay. of us, I guess. I tried to get uh, a raid team going, and it didn't happen. I saw yeah. that. I saw that you were you were having trouble getting getting a group. Mm-hmm. It, it wouldn't have been an issue if we kind of delve into the randoms, but for our first time through the raid, I kind of want to do it between the people that we know, and because if we do it without them, that also means that they're going to be missing out as well, and that kind of feels bad. And also on top of that, when you're dealing with random people, it's difficult to be patient. Because you don't know if they're really listening, if they really care. But if you're doing it with people that you know, then you know they're actually at least giving an effort. So that way, even if they keep screwing up, then, you know, you can just keep going at it. Yeah. I did do the Nightfall, though. Wasn't as bad as we thought. Did it on the first try. That's good. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, I played Overwatch a little bit. I finally got back in and played a few hours last night. Yeah. And Junkertown never hit my my hopper. So I still really? I still haven't seen it. Just go into the arcade and just choose Junkertown. Well, well I I was just I was just dicking around. It'd been a while since I played. Um I definitely had to shake the rust off. Mm-hmm. I, Did you try out the new Diva or Mercy? I played Mercy one round and I'm like I didn't player before so <laughs> it's even less for me now and the match that i played as her we got rolled right. so i was like all right yeah it's lucio time i'll go back to lucio well i did mess around with both uh they made diva i'd say more fun to play but not very viable as a tank now I was going to say, like, almost every match that I played, obviously there was a Mercy and a Diva, because they're, they're new. They've got new stuff. And I had no trouble continuing to take out Diva with every character. Yeah. She's not... She doesn't seem any more viable on the other side than she was. And then Mercy, I played a good amount with her. I... While, while the the single res is okay, and I don't mind that... Mm-hmm. I think her ultimate is crap. I didn't like it when I used it. I'm like, what? What is the okay? So I can. Well, you need to get used to it. You need to 
use your cooldowns in a way it kind of synergizes with your refreshes of the ultimate as well. So you use your E to res, and then you use your ultimate, and then you get another res, so you can fly to another guy, res immediately, and then kind of fly around healing multiple people at once or damage boosting, because your healing or damage wave actually hits multiple people now at the same time. And then your resurrection only has a 10-second cooldown while you're in that mode. So if someone else falls during the battle, you can actually get another person. So it takes some more micromanaging, but I think it's I think it's really good. I'd say the weirdest thing for me was I was playing, and within the first 30 seconds of the match, I heard heroes never die. I'm like, what? What? Oh, yeah. I forgot. I, I just really don't like the Valkyrie ult. I it just like like I said when when you hear it pop, everybody says, "Okay, we need to kill that first. And and it's like it just puts a it, giant target. Dude, on it's head. not it's not easy to kill that Mercy because she's got that you know passive health regeneration going a hundred percent of the time. You can fly around literally anywhere. You can you have a hundred percent freedom of movement, so you shouldn't be dying that easily. Frankly, mm. I don't know. Just get, just try to get used to it. But then again, you already usually play Lucio anyway, so yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll just, I'll just, I'll just, I just auto heal, and then kill people. The the issue is is that you, especially in comp games, there will be a bunch of people saying, "Oh, we need Mercy instead of Lucio," because you know you, you've got these fuckers, you got these fuckers who don't want to heal, and so now we have three attackers and two tanks and only one healer. And I'm like, well. I mean, Lucio can heal everybody at once. No, that's that's around the time when you don't listen to them and say, like, yeah, I, I play Lucio. Lucio is good for this comp. This is what we're yeah. going to go with. If they don't like it, then they can switch. Yeah, it was nice not having... Because nobody ever wants to heal in quick play. So I usually would play healer, but I was able to play other things. That's there, the everybody thing, wanted to play Mercy. That, that's that I'm telling you, man. I, like, especially I don't know how it is on consoles, but on PC, you go into quick play, it's fucking no man's land. It's 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 fucking everybody does whatever the fuck they want, and it's infuriating. It's it like, depends. I, I can't do quick play anymore. It depends on if um, I mean you're gonna get good, you're gonna get bad. It's about a fifty fifty shot on console. Have you uh, used the reporting functionality in the console yet, Ken? No, I I haven't run into a dick since they. Implemented oh wow, it. That's yeah, good. it's it's amazing. Like there were times when we play in the past where you'd get a player that would just go sit somewhere or mm-hmm. kill themselves over and over. Um, but since they implemented it, I haven't seen. I haven't had a reason to use it yet. Well, that's like a positive change after the implementation. That's nice to see. Yeah. God, man, I'll tell you, I was doing my comp uh, placement matches this season. And there was a guy, it was the first fucking game I did too. Uh, there was this guy who chose May, and uh, he sat, he did nothing but sit at the point and put ice walls up whenever people would die and, and try to leave spawn. It's a special type of hell waiting for people like that, I hope. I, I, oh man, I was so fucking pissed. Are you kidding me? This is my first fucking placement match, and you're, you're, you're making me lose. And then when it's like two minutes left, he leaves the game. There, there are some bad people out there, Drew. What can I say? Did you did you report him? Yes, I absolutely did. See, yeah, I uh, reported him for grieving as well as using uh, derogatory marks in the chat. Oh, lovely. Mm-hmm. Good. Was his so, gamertag you... PewDiePie? No, it was not. Okay, just checking. Very topical, though. Very topical. Oh, well, we talked about that last week, but you know. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but now, um, yeah, I played some Overwatch. I played uh, Blue Reflection, but I can't talk about it. He can't talk which is, about it. It's the new Gust RPG. For those who don't know who Gust is, they made the Atelier games. I thought it was Atler. Is it Atler? I don't, There's I don't different know. ways of pronouncing it. Atelier, Atelier. I think mostly they say Atelier. Yeah, that's what I've always said. We, have a, we have a comment about pronunciation in the Twitters today. Yeah, no. Apparently we're saying Kawhi wrong. <laughs> no, Jay was saying it wrong. No. I'm well, pretty I, sure I it's it Kawhi. I don't know. Well, he's in I Japan. I think, he would, I think he would know. Probably, but is that wrong? Because that's, that's how I always pronounce it. Maybe I pronounced it wrong in that one instance. That could always happen. I don't well, know. Hopefully, I don't... hopefully he tells us how you pronounce it. I don't know how sure. to pronounce anything because I'm a dumb American. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um... Chocopo. That's Chocopo. right. God damn. You don't even know how to pronounce America. I don't. Well, it depends on which side you're on, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know we were picking sides. Well, Drew, have you not been reading? Then you ain't been paying attention. <laughs> Turn on the news, Drew. Oh, I'm sorry. What, I, don't, what, what I, don't, I, don't get, I don't even get involved with the news of peasants. What's the What's the kids say these days? Get woke? Is that the... Is that get the, woke. Okay. I, I'm old. I don't what know. Does, what does that mean? I don't know. It means know. to get woke. Okay. You were asleep. You weren't okay. paying attention. Now you're awake. It means open your eyes and get woke. No, you're not okay. awake. You're woke. So they choose the most asinine way to say that sentence and just, just repeat it over and over again, alienating even more people to their class. I, Good I, job, guys. Really well done. There's literally people on Twitter who tweet things, and I'm like, is that is that another language? Because I don't understand your sentence. Structurally, yeah. it's it's fucked. I don't, Look, Cam, we're old white men. Every not, generation has its own English. language. Of course our, every generation has its own language, but I, it's not mine anymore. Yeah, it's true. My generation's not our generation like, anymore. It's, my generation's language is, is dead. It's like a dead sea scroll. I don't I can't I can't read Twitter anymore. Nobody Nobody talks like we talked in the mid nineties. Oh thank God, because it was terrible. <laughs> R- radical dudes. <laughs> Cowbunga. <laughs> I think that's more 80s, right? Kalbunga. Uh, it kind of held its own into the early 90s. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is true. I think Bar Simpson also said it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Eat my shorts. Eat my yeah, shorts, yeah, that yeah. was that was the thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm woke, okay? <clears throat> I most certainly am not. So. <laughs> um, Need to get woke, Drew. Let's see here. What else is there? You know, it took uh, me six months to figure out what MAGA was. MAGA? <laughs> I kept seeing, it took you that long to figure it out. I kept you, seeing. You like couldn't use the context clues. I I try to ignore that particular gentleman as much as I can. Oh, well, so, well, all right. First off, I don't know what MAGA is. See, I wasn't the only one. Make America great again, Drew. Oh, is that what that means? Yeah, that's what it means. It took. I've me never for, even. I've never even seen MAGA before. Oh, I see it all the time. Like hashtag MAGA. Like what? Yeah, that's MAGA? actually the first time I've ever even heard of that. This is the first time I've heard of it too. Oh yeah, MAGA. I've, I've always just heard it as guy wearing Trump hat. I don't I don't follow too many white supremacists on Twitter, though, so I don't <laughs> I'm not sure. To not be fair, crowd, you don't you know. even have to follow them anymore. They no. just pop up. Yeah, follow, they, do they? They're just everywhere. They just pop up on your timeline as an ad now. Kinda. Uh yeah. yeah. yeah kinda. Okay. It's it's just promoted. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, thanks, Twitter. Oh, Twitter. 
Twitter, I used to love Twitter. Now I just every time I go there, it just makes me sad. If you wanna, um, if you wanna feel better and you wanna avoid the MAGA, um, just don't look at replies to anyone's tweets. Oh God, don't ever do that. That's like looking at the comments on YouTube. Don't do that. I know. Yeah. You know, I have been on YouTube for as long as it's been around, and I have never once made a comment. I don't. I make I... I make comments a few times because I used to also make videos that I have to reply to people making comments on my videos. Yeah. But most of the time, yeah, the the whole wave of the people that would always write first, I never understood that. What they, does that accomplish? They 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 woke. Jay. They they're marking their territory. I'm just not woke enough to understand <laughs> the <laughs> the culture. They're peeing on your YouTube video. They're marking their territory. Yeah, I, I guess. Sure. <laughs> it's confusing, man. What people even is the internet, the internet in 2017? What is it? Nope. Nobody knows. Oh, the madhouse! God, it's a madhouse. I figured somebody would say that. Yeah, um, play some more uh, "Death to the Outsider" or "Death of the Outsider." Death, death to the, death uh, the Outsider. Yeah, death to America. Oh, <laughs> Don't be screaming that. Oh, sorry. That was... God, now we're on a list. <laughs> I was already on a list, Drew. Now we're on. Now we're on the big watch list. Oh. The MAGAs are going to come after us. I don't want to fly anywhere anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> I love being on the no-fly list. It's good. Oh. Yeah, I played some more of that. Um, I really wanted to go back to that. I just haven't had time. The, 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 I'll, I'll put it this way. If anybody, even if you're not a bad guy who will come after me, if I see you, you're probably going to die. Oh, yeah, that's how I play Jeez. those games. That's how <laughs> they're there to die. That's the They're like in neutral zones. They don't even attack you. They don't I know. Even care. They're gonna That's die. That's the thing though. is that you saw me. Sorry. Um, Why do you need to kill everybody, Drew? No witnesses. No way. There, there, <laughs> there can be no tales if there is no one to tell. <laughs> if you see like rats scurrying about, you got to go chase them down and kill them too because they also witnessed your crime. No, they, they talk in this game. Yeah, they talk. They do in talk game. in the game. So yeah. more, even more of a reason to kill them. I exactly. Guess. You got to silence talk? them. Yeah, you yeah. can. That's one of your powers. Is you can like listen to the rats talk about the uh, guards and stuff. Interesting. Yeah, it gives you a bit of lore, some information. It's neat. The first time I, I did it, I was like, "What the fuck? What do you? What Mickey? kind of voices do they have? They sound like Mickey Mouse because that know. would be great. <laughs> <laughs> very, very soft spoken. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it now. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I saw him stab that guy. Ha uh-huh. ha! Oh boy! <laughs> Stabbed him right no. in the eye. He did. Ha uh-huh. ha! Huh? That that South Park Gosh. thing where Mickey Mouse came in as like their manager, and then oh man, that was that was fantastic. Made me laugh so hard. Oh man, you think this is a game? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Slapping them around. I yeah. swear to God, I hope Mickey Mouse is in the fractured butthole. I yeah. don't know if they could get away with that, could they? They got away with it in the show. Why not? It's true. That's true. How did they get away with it? Disney sues everybody. It's satire. They can't touch. Yeah, it's satire. satire. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good on them. Protected. Nice. But yeah. Um, honestly, that's it. Damn. I mean, there's there's not much to talk about. I mean, I played a lot of Destiny too. I mean, and nobody wants to talk about. I mean, nobody wants to hear about it. So I played yeah. a lot of Destiny too as well, and that's literally all all I played. So it is okay. a very time consuming game. I've noticed that 
when I'm doing other things, like for example, when I'm listening to something or uh, I'm watching something that doesn't really require a lot of concentration, I'll have just Destiny 2 rocket running in the background and just run some public events. Yep. So it's like a game that I can play without really playing it, which is nice because I did that a lot. I, I did that except I just didn't play it. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I fell off that game quick. I'll, I'll likely fall off after I finish the raid because that's how, what I did with Destiny 1. I'm not going to wait like four or five months for the next raid to drop. That's dumb. Right? That's not going to happen. Uh, but I've enjoyed my time with this, so that's good enough for me. No, yeah. I, I I got my I got my you know I didn't pay for it, but if I'd have paid for it, I I would have got my sixty dollars out of out of that thing. I'm still renting it, so <laughs> you know, and I return it eventually. Yeah. Okay, what uh, yeah. power level are you at? Two ninety three. Nice. Damn, you've you've high, went higher than me. Yeah, uh, I actually made a bit of a. Well, not really a mistake, but I was under misconception that if you made a second character, you could use the power, le- la, was it uh, legendary engrams to level up your character more? Yeah. But they actually nerfed that a few days ago. So if it's the same class, you actually don't get the benefit of the second class getting those powerful engrams again. So, you know, thanks for telling everyone that, Bungie. You know, real good job of communicating with your fan base. Assholes. Yeah. Uh, that's a, I honestly that's about it. Okay. I did I did jump into everybody's golf a little bit and uh, got my first eagle, which really? was great. Nice. Really? Nice. I saw that on Twitter. You just now got your first eagle. Yeah. Oh wow, Ken! Look at look look at Mister Pro Golfer over here. Have you got a hole in one yet? Ken? I, that was that was what I've been trying to do, but eagles. Pff, that's child's play. Well, what about a double eagle? Nah, I didn't get no double eagle. Yeah, what is a double thought. eagle? That's on a par two, five. Two on a par five. Yeah. Uh, I don't have enough power to do two on a par five yet. But that, that's what's so great about that game is that you're constantly improving your character every time you swing your club. <laughs> and um, your power eventually just goes up, 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 and eventually... Can you, you just, can, like, hole in one on par five? I doubt you could ever do that. But, I mean, there, you can definitely see a significance whenever you're teeing off and stuff like that. Yep. I can get on the green. Is uh, it's holding one like a like a trophy you got to get for the platinum? Because that'd be pretty funny. I think so. Yeah. That's. I wonder. I'm sure there's a method to try to get that pretty easily. Uh, at this point, but you'd that, have to do it on a par three, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I almost got one. Like I was within like a couple feet of the hole, but still, it's still out there. It's still my unicorn. There you go. But I don't have time to play that game, Drew. No. There's six thousand other games to play. It's true, but I just wanted a day. I was like, eh, I don't feel like playing anything much, so I'd load up everybody's golf. The game's fantastic. Yeah, it seems like a nice, uh, nice like you can play, you know, a nice round of you know nine hole, and then be done with it in like ten, fifteen minutes, and just go all about your merry way. Yep, it's great. All right, so Jay, did you play anything? I played a couple of things. Um, I'll just go over the things I can't talk about that I've been playing. I can't talk about Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Plus Bowser's Minions uh, for 3DS. Uh, I've been playing a decent amount of Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Oh, yeah. I know I've you've been playing that. that as well, Ken. Yes, uh, I have. Shit, I played that too, and I forgot to talk about it. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> that, that just goes to show you how much I care about it. Ouch. Ouch. Uh, I, will, I, I did finish the storyline, and um, not good. I'm having a real hard time continuing that story. 
Um, it doesn't go anywhere, so you know you're not missing out on anything. Well, it's yeah. not but even I... that the story isn't good; it's that the fights they throw you into are just not fun. It's not, and you know, you know what I learned, Ken, from playing through this story mode is that what Tekken Seven and what Injustice does with the seamless entrance into battle from the story bits is way too important. Now that I'm, now that it no longer <laughs> exists in this game, yeah. because when you have to go through the scene where characters face off with each other they're about to fight and then you have to sit there for 45 seconds through a loading screen it kills all the momentum that the story built up for that particular fight and not only that you're also always fighting with characters that you have no idea how to play guess because they always give you these characters that you have to you can't choose between like one or two or you can't choose like a particular character to go through the story mode with so i have like racket raccoon and like Hulk and I'm like I don't know how to use these guys at all, so it's just kind of boring. I'm just matching the the auto attack button over and over again until it's kind of over. It just it's just a really dull story mode. And the question that I would propose is that is it is it better to have a bad story mode in the game or just not to have a story mode at all? I think it's I think it's better to have it just because it's, it's even if it's bad and it's just better. Yeah, to have because it. it's just okay. something else. It's something else for single player players to do. Yeah, I would have to agree for the simple fact that that's how people's um, kind of uh, preconceptions work with the $60 game like this, right? Yeah. If it didn't have a story mode, then I think people would have been fucking bonkers about it. You know, no, no, not even story mode, $60 price tag, blah, blah. But at least they have one. But uh, And also the visuals, I think this is one of the worst looking fighting games I've ever played. It's pretty bad. It's not even just in the fact that the character models are bad, it's just... Like the way they interact with each other, like the hit, like the hit boxes and stuff like that, are really wonky. Yep. But um, the only saving grace is that the combat is actually still pretty good. It's um, it's fun. Yeah. When they took out the the third character, when they took out things like assist attacks, I was like, wow, they're gutting this game. Is what I felt like because those two are you know two main staples of Mar- Marvel versus Capcom games are known for. You know, getting those assists in, getting those. Uh, like the you know the three character super combos in the ones that's been something that you've always been able to do since the near the very at the very beginning, but now there's only two characters. There's no assist attacks, but what they did to kind of compensate for that is that they made tag much better. Just in the just the raw tagging and just kind of tagging in between combos and in between kind of knockdowns and OTGs. And also the uh, the addition of the stones, the Infinity Stones, is actually really good. It reminds me of a game that I used to play back in the day called Arcana Hearts, I think it's called. And what that game also lets you do is that you, you chose an Arcana. And each Arcana functioned very differently. And they kind of were able to be used as a method to shore up your weaknesses or strengthen your strengthen what's you know best about your characters, and you can kind of use it here as well. So let's say you're playing a, a team of Hulk and Hagar. Those guys always have a have a hard time getting in on people because they don't really have a good reliable projectile. Then you can actually go with the Reality Stone, and what the Reality Stone allows you to do is that if you just press the the Infinity Stone button, it shoots out this uh, red orb that kind of slowly moves towards your target and kind of tracks them. So you can kind of use that as something to kind of hold him on the opponent and close the distance as you try to, uh, you know, make it so that they can't just keep 
throwing projectiles at you over and over again. And then once you you know build up that the infinity stone uh, meter enough, you can proc it and then go into this mode where basically all of your buttons trigger like this entire uh, was it like a screen wide effects of this electric like lightning storms coming down from the sky these like balls of fire just flying through the air so you can use that to kind of close the distance make sure that they're kind of locked in and each of the stones uh, provide a really beneficial and drastically different functionality so on top of the two characters that you have which can you know kind of have their own strength and weaknesses you can kind of try to use these stones in conjunction and basically try to make an insanely like crazy combination. And I think that's what the best part of Marvel vs. Capcom has always been for me, personally. Trying to find the most overpowered, the most dumbest, most filthy things you can do to your opponents. And it carries on that tradition, uh, proudly, in this game as well. So, you know, when it comes down to, when I, when I think about a rating a fighting game, which I'm going to do probably today, uh, when I write the review, is... Yeah, the the gameplay is what matters the most. The combat uh, uh, and also how well it plays online, which actually plays fairly well. I've I've noticed some hitches and some slowdowns from some um, some matches here and there, but mostly it plays pretty good for a, a fighting game that's fast. So that's good. So it's got the core mechanics required to make it a decent to good game, but it's all the surrounding aspect of it, the visuals, the roster size being kind of lackluster compared to the previous entries. And also it's insult to injury to see like these characters come up in story mode. Like, oh, you meet Monster Hunter Girl, you meet Black Panther uh, in story mode, and it makes it look like you're about to fight them, but then guess what? They're not out yet because they're DLC characters. Yeah, you gotta pay for those. Yeah, you got you got to pay for those, and then it's like I'm looking at the roster of characters, and they don't have the mainstay characters like the Wolverine, the Magneto, a Psylocke, and all these X Men characters that I've kind of kind of grown to love and play a lot of. So their their uh, you know absence is surely missed as well. So the, the fact that they would launch a Marvel versus Capcom game without Wolverine and Magneto, yeah, is just crazy. It is. That's it Marvel's is. licensing foobar. Yeah, but. They weren't in NBC3 either. What do you mean? NBC3? Wolverine Wolverine wasn't NBC3, dude. Was he? Yeah, he was. So was Magneto. I don't don't even remember playing Wolverine. uh, Check out out the roster. Uh, So was Storm. So was Wolverine. and X-Men were accounted for in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Huh. I do not remember that. That's what, that was the Justin Wong team that he did the because he was a very character loyalist and he actually finally won with the Wolverine and Storm team <laughs> and that was like a big hubbub uh, during the Evo. That's one of the reasons why I remember. Well, it's all but, that licensing uh, fun that they can't have the X Men in there. It is, but they could have worked something out. They could have waited. They could have tried something. They could have maybe paid some more money because everything about this game streams like cut corners to me. Right? Doesn't it feel like that way to you guys? And now that you played it, oh, I absolutely feel like that game is. Like it feel like it feels like it was built on a budget. Yeah, a very budget game, and that's a shame because Marvel's Capcom is one of the you know one of the pillars of the fighting game community. It's one of the most hyped games to watch. Always blows up Evil every year with the the really insane comebacks and uh, you know basically crazy te- techniques and you know character builds that people tend to make with those games. So to see it relegated to this kind of like this B tier game that they kind of just threw threw out there without too much thought. Uh, just looking at things like the character models, the UI, the the list of the roster, it really feels that way. And this is still a sixty dollar game, and or it's two hundred dollars with some 
Easter eggs. <laughs> and some mediocre-looking statues. And people should st- stop buying those collector's editions. They, you know what? Like, that is such... Like, when you see the advertising, like, picture that they have, it's not indicative of the actual product. Can't they get sued for the shit like that? I'm Isn't pretty, that false uh, advertising? I'm pretty sure that at the bottom of the advertisement or somewhere... In their licensing, there's a thing that says final product may differ from picture. That's usually a pretty standard statement. Oh, boy. Yeah. This is one of the reasons why I don't buy into things like that. When it comes to things that ought to look good, it tend not to. When I buy into collector's editions, it's usually for practical things. Like, I bought the like the Persona 4 Golden collector's edition because it came with a, a clamshell and a, uh, was a carrying case. For the for the Vita because I needed one. I also did something similar with the PS4 with the this this bag that they come with and this other stuff. But anyway, that's Marvel's Capcom Infinite. I I like the gameplay. I'm enjoying it, but it feels like it feels like they're kind of phoning it in a little bit, which is unfortunate. Nah, they're not phoning it in. Those vocal performances are stellar. <laughs> Did you hear Morgan's voice? Oh, see, the thing about this game vocally is it sounds like they hired people to do voices for these characters that had never seen or heard or knew anything about them, and they just guessed what they would probably sound like. The uh, the guy that does Iron Man is trying very hard to sound like. Oh, he's he needs <laughs> to Downey. stop trying. But yeah, Morgan and is like so a bad. Morgan is an old Scottish lady. Is the weird yeah thing yeah that's exactly what it sounds ever. like yeah but it is. <laughs> It's Why? not. It's not good. Oh lord! I, I think they got the the voice actor for da- Devil May Cry three for Dante. They like, did get. Uh, oh god, what's his name for Chris Redfield? It is the. It is the. Yeah, actor. it is the original Chris Redfield from five and six. Yeah, he's kind of like the top tier actor in this game, which he was the main dude in uh, Dying Light as well, and he also did Batman in Arkham Origins. Oh, did he? Yep. I didn't, I didn't know that. What is uh, his he's name? Got range. Um, I think he's a good actor. Isn't the guy that? Um... I thought the guy that did maybe I'm maybe I'm getting things mixed up. Hold on, before I make myself sound stupid. I thought the guy that did Batman in, in Arkham Origins was the same guy that did Ezio. No, it's Roger Craig Smith. That's that's his name. Uh, but he did the main character in Dying Light. He did uh, Batman in Arkham Origins, and he did uh, Chris Redfield in RE Five, Six, and something else. I think he's probably doing it. For he also did well. Ezio. He did Ezio. Did Roger Craig Smith do Ezio? He did, yeah. Really? Wow, he has some good range. so different. Yeah, his range is great then. I didn't know he did Ezio. Also the current voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. It's not... Really? It's not Julia White anymore? I think maybe in the cartoon it might be. (laughs) Chili dogs! It says, yeah, he's he's best known as the current voice behind Chris Redfield, Ezio Auditore, um, somebody in Naruto... Uh, Zhang Lao in Dynasty Warriors. Huh. Captain America and Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, a bunch of other people. Wow, he's yeah. he's got very, some range. Very talented. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Good stuff. Yeah, but they, um, got, they got him. He was the best one they got. <laughs> <laughs> he was the best one. Well, it, it also sounds like they've got the original Frank from Dead Rising and not the new Frank from Dead Rising 4. Is that new in you? Like new metal? Oh god, don't do that! Don't do that! It's already been done. Son Too of late a now, bitch. 
I don't even get the reference, but uh, new metal sure. like helmet. New metal helmets. New metal. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know what these genres are. People make them up. Like, like metal in the early two thousands. Yeah. There's there's way too much genres of music. If you look at the genres of music that are listed now, it's over a thousand of genres of music out there now. Yeah. It's like there used to be like seven. And it's like I don't. Know, what happened? When I was a kid, there was like rap. three. It was like rap, rock, and country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah basically. I also think count things like classical and. Well, obviously, yeah, and, but yeah, yeah. This is this too much. They try to kind of break themselves off into their own little corner, and I think that's dumb. I think that when you try to kind of fit into a mold, you're always providing the same kind of sound instead of trying something new and different with the. With the talents that you have, I think that's a problem with not only just music, but also in gaming. Because we always try to fit games into genres, right? Like, when I heard, like, Dark Souls is like a Japanese role-playing game, I was like, real Zizo? Is it a Japanese role-playing game? Like, yeah, it is made from Japan, and you play a role of a dude that you grow as a character. But that's not what typically is considered as a role-playing game in that regard. So it's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't like genres. I, I, like I only need two genres of video games. Fun and not fun. Sure, that works. But there's some not fun games that are worth playing. Eh. It's, it's weird. I don't I have time to play the games that are fun. There's too many games, you just gotta pick and choose. Um, but so I did play some other... Speaking of games that are not so fun... Oh, good. Ha-ha! <laughs> you know, you guys <clears throat> told me that this game was actually pretty good, and I was like, eh, okay, sure. And then I played One Piece Unlimited World Red, and then I've been playing it on PC... And boy, is this game not fun! It I is. I like that game. No, dude, it's the plays like crap. It, it, Every it doesn't move play that you great. do it takes like three seconds to do. Every little move like puts you into like this animation that you can't even get out of, and it's just so clunky. The cameras are just a mess. They're just all over the place. I tried to lock onto an enemy for like a minute. And then I'm trying to get close enough to center the camera on the guy so that I can hold on the L, you know L1 button to lock onto him so I can kind of see him where he goes and where he teleports around, and it's just boring. It's slow. It's clunky. Let's, let's just, I don't even like One Piece that much. I was either, gonna say so. let's just get to the root of the problem here. You don't like Luffy and you don't like pirates, and that's just the that's just the way. Well, it you see, I don't I actually don't mind One Piece. Like I actually own like the first like eight or nine volumes of the manga. And then I learned that there was, like, 70 more. And I was like, maybe I should stop. Because I thought it was okay. I thought it was good. I never kind of got past the the art style, that which I never really enjoyed too much. I don't think it's terrible. I think it's unique. But it wasn't really to my taste, per se. I thought the characters looked kind of, like, weird and lanky. Uh, it kind of reminds me of how I don't like clamp artwork a lot. Because they have their own little style. And some people love it. And that's cool. But I, when I look at it, and I, I can't. I don't know. It just doesn't. It doesn't seem too appealing to me. But the actual gameplay is what I'm what I'm talking about, and it's not good. Like I played really a lot of good beat 'em ups lately, and this is not one of them because a staple to a good beat 'em up is when it, a combat needs to flow well from one opponent to the next because you're killing things very very quickly. But in this game, once you're locked into an animation of an attack, you're just kind of stuck there. You can't like dodge roll out of it. You can't like you can't go into another attack or anything like that. And everything just takes too long. Uh, I mean, it's it's nice that they got the original voice actors and the uh, visuals look okay. It seems pretty faithful to the anime. But um, 
I care first and foremost about the gameplay because well, that's what you're going to be doing most of the time, just just punching dudes to death. And uh, even when I switch over to different characters at a time, it's just not fun. The, the combat is just not good. I'm not sure if it gets better because I'm getting some new attacks and stuff like that here and there, but the the core the core gameplay is just flawed in so many ways. Like if you compare this game and how it functions to a game like near uh, you know Automata or something like that, then it doesn't even stack up. There's like a flow to everything. Um, so I'm not enjoying my time with it, but I need to play more of it before I can actually put in a review. So I'm gonna put a few more hours into it at least. Um, but that's basically it. I mean. I've been playing a lot of the review games because I want to get the Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite done today. I want to try to get One Piece done and then uh, Mario as well. So it's just getting the stuff done one after the other. I try not to fall behind too much because I think One Piece has been sitting on my stack for like over a month now. So this one in particular I want to get done fast. All right. <clears throat> so we'll move on to the Wombat. Okay. <laughs> so I've played Destiny. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's literally it. Okay. Nice. Uh, how, uh, how how far have you gotten in Destiny so far, right? I am power level two forty two. Have nice. you beat the game yet? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I did I did finally beat the game. Um, what do you think? And, uh I mean it was it it was much better than the first game. Yeah. Um I enjoyed the story. I liked the last mission. I thought it was fun. I thought it um uh I thought it did a good job of wrapping things up and then obviously leaving some stuff open for a DLC, presumably. Um, but yeah, no, I liked it a lot. I, I really enjoyed it. And I'm having fun. I'm still having fun right now going through and kind of getting my power level up. Um, it hasn't um, it hasn't become a grind that I'm sick of yet. So, um, yeah, and I'm, I, like Jay, am, am mostly going around doing... Um, public events, and then um, also doing some um, uh, some of the like adventure missions and uh, stuff like that. I have not done a flashpoint yet or a strike yet because um, I'm trying to save a lot of that stuff until I get over 260. So the you talk about nightfall. I don't know what nightfall is. The nightfall strike. That's the harder strike. Oh, yeah, that I comes just... that comes after doing the strike. The the quest doesn't pop up. And uh, Ryan, you're doing it smart. You should wait until you're 265. That's yep. when the blue drops actually dry out, and then you can no longer get upgrades. I did. I actually just started turning in everything like right away as soon as I got them at like 200 because yeah. I didn't know about this whole powerful engram business. Yeah, but, uh, that's a smart thing to do. That's good. Yeah, so I'm I'm holding off. I haven't even gone and got um, my reward from Zavala for the for finishing the story yet. Um, specifically for that reason as well. So um, my goal is to try and push that stuff off as much as I can. I did, literally just as we were talking, get an exotic drop from a a heroic event, which is the first time that has happened for me. I haven't seen what it is yet, but... um, Uh, Let us know what it is, because I'm curious. Yeah, (laughs) The engrams that drop into your inventory don't level up as you level up, so do just cash it in right away. Yeah, Yeah, might as well. Yeah, I'm I'm going to... As soon as I kill this guy, I'm going to go um, uh, do that. So I'll let you guys know what it ends up being. But, um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm having a blast. And uh, I'm having so much more fun with this one than I had with the first one. Even though I really liked the first one, um, I got tired of it quick. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not even close. To, I didn't even make it to level 20 in the last one. Wow. Um, I'm not even close to tired of this game yet. So 
I'm uh, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Boom. So hopefully I will be ready before too long. To I don't is there a um so is is the only is Nightfall the only strike? Because it looks like what I have is the Vanguard, but maybe that's the place. Hold on. What happened is that um, once you do the the quest to do the two knife uh, two uh, two uh, two strikes, the Nightfall opens up after you finish oh, the follow. Okay, I haven't so even you done haven't, one yeah, of the strikes yet. Yeah. What I would say, dude, uh, is that you try to get all those things done and get your power level up to 265 by the end of this weekend. So by the end of Monday, basically, right? Because yeah. uh, the, the servers will refresh and you'll get another wave of those on Tuesday. So get it to 265 and do those uh, quests and stuff like that. If you need another if you need another hand like to do the, the strikes, but I'll, I'll come with you too. Yeah, I'll let you know. I don't know how much time I'm going to have during the week to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, um, if I'm on, I'll uh, I'll let you guys know. Okay. All right. So, but yeah, that's uh, that's it. Can I can I just mention because I don't remember if I mentioned it before. I love the fact that if you kill somebody and your loot falls off a cliff, it shows up at the postmaster. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think really that's nice. the I think that's the best thing. Um, they did that in the first game too. See, I don't remember it in the first game, but maybe I just didn't play it. They enough. Uh, they did it after like it, it was passed in eventually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you missed anything during a mission or just running around, anytime you went back to the tower, the postmaster would have it. Gotcha. Uh, my exotic, my exotic ingram, by the way, was sunshot. Oh, that's oh, a great gun, dude! One of the best guns in the game. Congrats, nice. So yeah, I love that. Uh, we'll give that a try. Yeah, definitely do that because that's <gasps> a great gun. That's it. Excuse me. Okay, uh, I'll wrap it up. I've played a few things. Uh, playing Project Cars 2. Yep. Um, Can you talk about that? Yeah, it's a, it came out Friday. Okay. Uh, that game... That game, like, when I play it, it makes me realize I shouldn't be playing it. Okay. Like, because like that, that. That, is the, that is the gearhead game. Like, there is so much to that game, it's insane. So, pretty much every kind of racing you can think of. Street racing... <clears throat> Excuse me, rally racing, kart racing. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> and everything is 100% customizable. Uh, down to, like, you can set four types of weather, and then the time lapse that the weather will happen on the track. Um, you can set individual AI. You can set, you know, time of day. You can set uh, every possible... Um, assist for your car, turn on, turn off. Uh, you can tweak every piece of that car. That game is like, there are 30 menus on the main oh. screen. It is it is overwhelming and kind of insane. Um, also, it is super realistic. Like, um, who's typing? That was me, sorry. Oh, oh. Um, so... Like, the handling of the cars are very super, super realistic. Like, I played um, the Forza 7 demo, which is incredible. Like, visually stunning. And I'm playing on a standard S, so I'm only playing at 1080p. I can't wait to see this thing in 4K. Um, But, like, the handling, even though it's a simulation racer, there's kind of a give and take to it. It's, It's a lot more... It's a lot easier to just kind of jump in and play. Project Cars, you need to think about the car you're driving, the track you're driving on, and the other people you're driving against. Like, it is it is a mind game. 
it also has a lot of um, the annoying things from like Drive Club, where like if you go off the track, it's like lap time invalidated because you went mm. off the track. Um, and if you get enough penalties, you have to go into like the pit stop to get the penalties removed. Okay. It's uh, if you're a gearhead, this is the game for you. Not to mention it looks gorgeous. Um, it supports HDR, and it just it looks really really good. Um, I'll be excited to see it get patched for the X because they they said they've said they've already started working on that. So and it already looks really good. So I'd be really interested to see it when it hits that. But what I like about Project Cars is like there's a career mode. And the career mode will take you through all the different kinds of races. So, like, there's a Porsche event, there's a kart racing event, there's a rally event, there's every kind of event you can think of, and you can literally jump around in between them at your at your leisure. So you don't have to go through the kart section to get to the Porsche section. You can jump straight to street racing if you want. So that's pretty cool. Uh, but, yeah, that game is... How whew. about earning the cars and stuff like that? That's something that I've always was kind of annoyed by because you always start out with such weak cars and you got to grind and grind matches and races in order to get the better cars. Can you just get a nice car to start upgrading right off the bat or you got to... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You just, like I said, you just go to the event that you want to race and then you can just pick a car in there and then you can tweak it and upgrade it over time. Ah, uh, okay. So as it's tied to events, and it's not tied to like your garage. Exactly. Like it's not like a. Good, it's good, not good. like an overall garage where you have a set of cars. Um, there is a garage where you do have cars, but you can just go straight to like, um, like a super. Good lord, man! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's, he's typing up his Destiny Two fan fiction, you know. Yeah, yes. Yeah. He's got to really. That's get exactly it what it is. Yeah. Master Rahul. <clears throat> Fan fiction. <laughs> is that the name of the Cryptarch or something? Yeah, that's the yeah, name okay. of the Cryptarch. Master Raul. Raul. I don't know how to pronounce it. But, uh, You're the one writing the fan fiction about exactly. it. Exactly. Right. Oh, he's in chapter 12. What are you talking about? He looked gazingly into Zavala's eyes. He said, that engram actually was rare, not legendary. Sorry, bro. It's like, oh. Take me now. <clears throat> Get woke, Drew. Get woke. He probably muted himself and doesn't even realize it again. Okay, that's fine. Right. Yeah. I did not mute myself. <laughs> as he as he quickly unmutes himself to say that. Mm-hmm. Well done, Drew. Good job. But no, if you if you're looking for Super Simulator, Project Cars Two is your game. It feels a lot like what the first. Like I don't even think they should have made a first game. Like this should have been their first game because it feels like mm-hmm. they fixed all of the progression issues and and poor UI issues from the first game. So, uh, I also downloaded Raiders of the Broken Planet. Uh, what What is that game? I've, I've seen people talk about it, but I don't know what it is. So, it's Mercury Steam's new game. <clears throat> it's free to start. Um, it is a asymmetrical co-op shooter. So, you can play, I think it's four, four or five players. And each uh, area has a set of missions. Uh, they will be releasing... The missions over time. The first prologue is free, um, and I think that takes you through two missions. Uh, and then the first expansion is up, which is a new area. And then I think those are like four or five missions. And essentially, you can play solo or you can play with other people. From what I can tell, you can only match make. You can't like do a private match with just two people. Um, one of the cool things about the matchmaking is, is you can pick all the levels that you want to try. 
and then it'll just match you to the first available one. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, they let you play solo. You should never play solo because the game what will just destroy you. Mm. It does not. It does not seem to scale for one player. You are entirely overwhelmed by enemies in single player, and you die extremely fast. So it's a third person shooter, um, and each character has different abilities. So they're kind of like a hero shooter. So you've got your sniper guy, you've got a shotgun person, you've got you know a regular infantry person. I, I, I love these characters. Shotgun person, sniper guy. I don't remember their name. They look like they're from Mad Max <laughs> with their crazy post-apocalyptic. So very, very generic looking. I thought the, the art style was at least supposed to be pretty cool. Well, the sniper looks a lot like Solid Snake. and mm. But they all have like um, really bad accents and terrible voice acting. So they're kind of forgettable. What's interesting about the game is it's a third-person shooter, and you know the characters have their regular loadout, and then they have their abilities. But there's also melee combat, and it's rock, paper, scissors. So there's three moves. There's the dodge, the attack, and the grapple. And one always beats another one in a cycle. So if you run up to an enemy and try to throw a melee attack, but they use the dodge, you fail. Uh, if you go up and try to grab them, and they use attack you fail, and and so on and so forth. So, And you go down quick, so if you fail one of these, and there's even one other enemy around you, you are probably going to die. And the way the system works is you get three lives for the match, um, then you respawn, and then when you exhaust your third life, you have to survive for 60 seconds before the three lives will regenerate. And then you get three more. So... If you die in that span of sixty seconds, you start the whole mission over. Mm. So, so no no checkpoints in between the missions or anything like that. Not not if you lose all three of your lives and then die in that sixty second window. Ah, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. So, I could see this being a lot simpler if I was playing with other people. But to be fair, I tried to matchmake and I couldn't find anybody. But that was on launch day, so I don't know. I think they need to tweak that game to be able to play solo because I don't think it's going to have legs requiring four people. Um, one other note, you can play as an antagonist and jump into other people's games and kill them. So that is an option. It's a neat game, but it's really bad time to put it out. And I don't know if there's going to be enough people to justify playing it. Are, you, are we talking about Lawbreakers or uh, 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 that's another yeah, one? I don't. One of this? No Lawbreakers? What? Nah, this one's already free to play. Okay, uh, but the <laughs> the expansions you do have to pay for those. So it's essentially it's essentially Nintendo's model. It's free to start. I I actually prefer that to the uh, the free to play models when they have these really intrusive microtransactions everywhere. Because <laughs> let's be frank, it's just a demo. It's a demo. You play it, and then you can play it to a certain point, and then you can either pay to continue playing the game, or you can just kind of erase it and just be done with it. Yep. And I, I prefer that very much more than all the other stuff where you got to pay for resources in order to actually make progress in the game uh, and all this other stuff. Yeah, the the stuff you earn in this game lets you upgrade your character. So you earn points for finishing missions, and then you can use those points to buy abilities and better guns. So. I also played Pocken Tournament DX. I wrote my review for that this week. That's pretty
pretty much a standard Switch port. Um, but it does have five characters that were not in the Switch version. There was, uh, well, they were DLC, so all the DLC characters are there, as is mm-hmm. the characters from the arcade version. So it has every character, plus it has a new character. Um, I don't know enough about that series to tell you who's the new character, but there is a character in that game that was not in the Wii U or the arcade version. Yeah, I think it's like Rowlet or something, right? The one from is it the Sun Owl? and Moon? Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, then yeah. Yeah, that's... Rowlet's not in the he's she, that's not in the Wii U version. Okay, yeah. so then that's the one because that makes sense because that's the character it defaults to on the character select screen. Uh, it makes sense because I guess that's the new characters so they want to kind of promote that one above yeah. everything else. I mean, that game is good. Uh, is it worth um, if you already have it on Wii U? Is it no. worth trading the Wii U and in to get the? Well, how much? I don't know. I, if it's I more know. than twenty bucks, then just keep the Wii U version. Okay. I mean, unless you're going to unhook your Wii U anytime soon and you won't be able to play it. Oh, it's upstairs in the loft where my my son's like playroom. Well, then I wouldn't worry about it. You have that okay. version, so it, visually it looks the same. I mean, the Wii U version already looked good. Yeah. So. Right. It's unless you really want, like, did you buy the DLC? Did not buy the DLC. I mean, if you really want the extra five characters, uh, yeah, probably not. I was gonna say there's it. It feels like I like that they're giving this game a second chance because it was good enough, and it it, it unfortunately was on a system nobody bought, and it's a game yeah. that doesn't appeal to a lot of people. But a lot more people should play it. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. Exactly. Very much. So exactly. it's it's a great second chance, but it's not a great double dip. So. I hear you. It kind of sounds like was it the Mario Kart in a lot of ways? Yeah. Because they yeah. have some additions. It includes DLC, but if you own the Wii U version plus all the DLC, then there's very little incentive to get the new one. Unless you especially retire... for what the what the Switch tax that yeah. is, right? Sixty bucks. Well, yeah. I mean, Wii U games were sixty dollars. Yeah, but it's a re-release of a game that you know yeah, he, doesn't have yeah. too much confidence. Yeah, but it's Nintendo. But that's what I mean. Is you have to justify the Switch tax outside of the fact that it's on the Nintendo device. I think that's well, silly. I mean, Nintendo games are... Fuck, why they charge you like 20 bucks for an Excitebike remake? Come on. It's Nintendo. <laughs> doesn't mean you got to be happy about it. I don't know. Nah, I still... <laughs> you got to call them out on bullshit. They would, if they're going to be re-releasing old games... I wish they would re-release or put out a new version of the Punch-Out from Wii. Yeah, that was a good game. Hey, speaking of Punch-Out, I can talk about the Super Nintendo Classic. Oh, oh yeah. Sweet. Let's. Super Punch-Out, one of my favorite games of all time. It's still really good. I bet it is. So, I played a bunch around with the Super Nintendo Classic. Uh, right off the bat, that thing is fucking adorable. It's so small. Um... All the cables that you use for it will work for your NES Classic, and that includes the controller. I plugged the Super Nintendo controller straight into my NES Classic, and it worked like a charm. Awesome. Also, man, it felt good to hold a brand new Super Nintendo controller. (laughs) Does it feel exactly the same as you remember? It does. It feels so good. Uh, Also, playing the NES Classic with the Super Nintendo controller is so much better because um, I hate the square NES controller. Like, like form-fitting, it's just terrible. It digs into your hand after, like, 20 minutes. A couple of weird things. So, 
to plug the controllers in, there's a flip door on the front of the system that flips down to where you plug the controllers in. It makes me real nervous that thing's going to break. Because it's hanging there by like a... Like, you know how you get some battery cases that when you pop them off, they're hanging there by that little piece of plastic? Mm-hmm. The same deal with the controller door here. Oh, uh, uh, that's a little nerve-wracking. Yeah, I don't like that. I do like that it comes with two controllers. That's super nice. Uh, the buttons work exactly like they did on the Super Nintendo. You flip it up, it locks into place. You, you know, push the reset button up to restart the system. Um... You can't restart the system within the game, but you can reset the game. Uh, I learned this by accident by holding down both of the trigger buttons and the start and select. And it seemed to reset the game. Um, It does have a rewind feature, but it's 100% useless to me. Because you can only use it when you're in the main menu loading a save state. Whoa, Whoa, what? Yep. You can't rewind during the game. That's that's the whole point of the rewind system. That's when you would use it. Yeah, so what happens is the save states uh, record in increments, and then when you load that save state, you can hit rewind instead of load, and then you can cycle back through different sections of the game that are that's recorded. That's not a rewind. That's not really a rewind. Well, that's what they call it. They call it a rewind. But I was thinking about it, I was like, well, how does this work? Because if I press any button in the game, then that's just a button in the game. You know, there's not like an extra button. So, I don't really like that. Um, I like the demo mode. So the demo mode, you can turn it on and off. And when you're sitting at the main menu, you know how games will use attract modes to show you pieces of yeah. the game. This one records the stuff that you've played. Oh, that's cool. And plays that back, which I thought was super cool. Um, Also, the Super Nintendo games aged better than any other classic system. Uh, Probably, yeah. Yeah, going back and playing them, like, yesterday, I can speak, like, 100% on that. Super Mario World is still fantastic. Uh, Link to the Past, still one of the best games ever made. Super Punch-Out is great. Uh, I played straight through two levels of Castlevania. You know, um, I cannot finish the first level of Contra, the Alien Wars, because I am terrible. Uh, But that game is still incredible. The only games I haven't bothered to boot up yet are Earthbound and Secret of Mana and Final Fantasy. You know, those games... The ones that those, are like those six, great games, yeah, that are like six thousand hours long that I don't have time to play right now. Well, I mean, it's not like you beat all the games you booted up so far. No, but at least I could play those. Um, booting up a game like Secret of Mana or Final Fantasy three, it's like it's going to be about fifteen to twenty minutes before I actually even play this. No, it'll take about fifteen minutes to freaking save the game. <laughs> well, there's normal. that. Well, no, but, I can yeah, save. save seats, I yeah. can save anytime I want. But you know, I just wanted to jump in and play some of these old games. Um, you know, Star Fox. Uh, what uh, what two player games do they have there? That's like really good for the two player stuff. Well, Contra, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. Super Mario World is technically two players. Uh, Street Fighter Two is on there. I hadn't booted that up yet. Uh, what else is on there? Is two player. Not too much from what the the list I can. I remember. mean, there is only twenty one games. Uh, there's Kirby. Um, 
the golf Kirby, what's it called? Um, uh, Kirby, oh, what is that called? But it's basically you use Kirby to collect stars and then put him in the yeah. the hole at the end, but it's... Yeah. Yeah, there's that one. There's another Kirby game on there that's like eight games in one, and I thought it was like a Super Mario All-Stars kind of thing. It's not. It's like a bunch of little Kirby mini-games, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Um... Oh, the Star Fox. That's what I was going to talk about. So, Star Fox 1, you have to beat the first level in order to unlock Star Fox 2. Uh, on the screen, it looks like a 3DS game. You know, when you download it, but you haven't installed it yet. So, it's like yep. a little present or whatever. Um, so, as soon as I beat the first level of Star Fox, which was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be, because that game's a little rough. Yeah, it's tough. Um, and then I unlocked Star Fox 2. And I started playing it, and Star Fox 2 is a weird game. I'm going to have to play some more of that. Uh, the first level that I played in Star Fox 2 is in first person. Like X-Wing TIE Fighter kind of style. And it's very weird. So, But it's cool to have that in there. It's like a little piece of history. A game that never came out. So, But no, um, that thing is great. Uh, I love having... You know, those games on that little system. I love the having the Super Nintendo controllers. And what's on there is good. Sure, there's some weird stuff. Street Fighter 2, what is that? Why is that there? But, you know, those games are really good. That system's really good. I'm going to try to do another little video of it, just to kind of go through what it looks like and what the games look like. There's border options and, you know, 4x3 and CRT filters. They're, mm-hmm. Pretty standard stuff. There's no stretch mode, so you can't stretch it. So, But no, Super Nintendo. And how much, how much is this thing? It's $80, 80, right? it's $80 yep. Okay. Which, eh, I still think they should have left it at 60 But they could have charged 100 and they still would have sold out of these things. So, I get it from a business perspective. But no, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I mean, when I can say I played Castlevania 4 this week, that feels pretty good. So. Alright. Let's talk about what is coming out this week. I mean, obviously that's out on Friday. Uh, Super Nintendo Classic is. So. We'd be interested to see how many people's orders get delayed. (laughs) There's going to be a lot of unhappy people on Twitter that day, for sure. I'll be interested to see how the the retail stores go. Uh, But also out this week, there's a lot. Uh, Batman, The Enemy Within, Episode 2. Blue Reflection. Uh, Danganronpa, Version 3. Hell yeah. Yep. Don't Starve, Mega Pack. DreamWorks, Voltron, VR Chronicles. DreamWorks? <coughs> That's the... Um, the movie, right? Yeah, the movie company. Excuse they, me. They made a Voltron video game? I don't, I don't know if they made a Voltron movie, but this is a VR Voltron game. They did make a Voltron movie, didn't they? They made a Voltron television show on Netflix. Oh, uh, DreamWorks maybe made that? Is. Oh, okay. That makes sense, then. Well, there you go. That thing's going on, like, season four soon, right? I don't, know. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen an episode yet. I watched, I've watched, I watched a couple the, of them. Yeah, I watched the first few episodes of season one. It's not grabbing me, so I've had a hard time going back to it. Uh, Fallout 4 Game of the Year Edition. 
Um, what DLC does that include? I don't remember too much. Other than the Nuka-Cola thing, has there been any other story <coughs> DLC for Fallout 4? Yeah, there was three packs, right? But there were like all like building stuff and... Well, there was one huge like one that. that was a new island, right? I thought that was a Nuka-Cola one. I, dude, I, Fallout's not my game. I don't know oh, okay. shit about it, but I know there was one big DLC that was like a separate island, and then there was a building one for the the base building stuff, and then there was a third one, but I don't remember what the third one was. I, I put like 15 hours of uh, into Fallout 4 and never beat it. I kind of know the ending because I had it spoiled for me, but I'm still interested in going back to it, maybe playing it again to the finish, maybe see some of the DLC. Because some of my favorite DLC was in Fallout, like New Vegas, like Old Blue World and stuff like that. Go, go ahead, Ryan. I was going to say, I put hundreds of hours into Fallout. Well, probably not hundreds. A hundred mm-hmm. of hours into Fallout 3. And I put um, probably, I don't know, 10 into Fallout 4 and just couldn't keep playing it. What uh, What made you feel that way, Ryan? I don't know. It just didn't grab me the way the third one did. I don't know if it was... I don't know what it was. I, I wish I could say what it was, but it just did not hook me like the third one did. I personally didn't enjoy the whole base building aspect of it. I think I that's... agree with that 100%. I, I think that, at least in part, made yeah. me feel a little bit overwhelmed mm-hmm. uh, compared to the third one. Uh, I keep telling myself that one of these days I'm going to go back and I'm going to play it some more, but uh, I just don't know when or if that's ever going to happen considering... I've yeah, got all this other stuff to play. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not exactly like a um, uh, a priority for me right now. Certainly, uh, but the thing about it is that when these game of the year editions come out, and then when they do go on sale for you know like five dollars or something like that during a Steam sale or something, then I'll, I'll generally pick it up and maybe I'll try to get back into it. I didn't hate Fallout Four or anything like that. I don't think it was bad, but like Ryan, you know, I just kind of fell off. I, I like some of the character. I. I think Valentine's tremendous. I think he's the best character in Fallout 4. I really like having him around, learning his background story. The whole synthetic human beings, the idea of like anyone can be a synthetic, it sounds neat. Kind of gives you that Blade Runner kind of vibe, which I think I think is nice. But the overall draw of like, oh, I got to go find find my son, and the, it kind of loses its thread over time because you're doing all this side activity because uh, that seems more interesting than the actual main quest. Yeah, I see, and that's 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 one of the things to me with a lot of um, open world games tend to suffer from that, where you have this huge, giant thing that you have to solve, um, but somehow you still keep getting distracted by all the little stuff. Right. And it just, after a while, but it literally every single open world game suffers from it. Uh, even... Um, the Witcher 3 to an extent where you're trying to rescue your daughter and in real life if that was happening you would you wouldn't do anything else until you had her rescued um but that's just not the way it works in a video game Ryan I just I, I just need to go ahead and win this Gwent tournament man it's very right. important to me okay yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta win this Gwent tournament before I can rescue my daughter it's it's just technically just more important a series can take care of herself anyway it's fine it's, yeah she's the strongest woman alive in school it's true all right, we're we're not halfway through yet, so hold on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. FIFA eighteen, uh, Hob, I don't know what that is. Light Tracer, I don't know what that is either. Yeah. Uh, Pinball FX three, 
That's out this week. Is it, is it, is another, is it another 10 out of 10, Drew? Can you tell me? Is it, <laughs> is it you're giving another table table 10 out of 10, bro? <laughs> I thought he was How like, do you... I how do you chanting Candyman? I thought he was summoning Candyman over there. I don't know how you review a pinball table, but you've done like 80 of them, so you tell me you're the expert. No, I'm not an expert. I just fucking talk about the table and say, it's okay. It's pretty good. I mean, out of 10. It's a fucking pinball table. I mean, you can't review a fucking pinball table. You do. Well, you've done you, it you've so done many it times. You've given it a 10 out of 10 at some point. Most pinball tables that I review are going to get a good score because, hey, it's more pinball. <laughs> All right, uh, Ruiner. That's out this week. I, I heard That's about that. RPG, right? Yeah, that game looks neat. It's like a isometric. It's a twin stick shooter with like an open world RPG thing in between. And he's the the main character has like this LCD thing on his face, and it's got some really trippy looking visuals from what I can remember. Yeah. Seems kind of neat. That game looks cool. Uh, everybody's. Everybody's been waiting. I know Drew's got his pre-order. Sinran Kagura, the Peach Beach Splash, is out this week. Yeah. yeah. Whew. That game. It's something. Hey, man, kids, if if you like Splatoon, go ahead and get <laughs> Sinran Kagura. Splash. It's just like the same thing, except for Squid. You have these giant, uh, you know, anime titty girls, so that's, that's what one, you want. This one's called Splapoon. There you go. Splapoon. Splapoon. Mm, I like it. There you go. Nice. Splasher, whatever that is. Uh, SteamWorld Dig 2 was out this week. Uh, PS4 version, sorry. The Switch version was last week. Uh, VR Carts. For some reason, 100, ro- 100 Foot Robot Golf. That's been out for a while. Maybe this is like a physical release. Uh, Summon Night 6 Lost Borders. I've been meaning to check out that... Uh, series for a long time, um, <clears throat> but I, I never had. I kind of want to check this one out if I have the time. But it's coming out in October, so no, probably September not September twenty seventh. Oh yeah, I thought that was October. No, I'm in, uh, this, that's this week. We don't hit October this week. Slow down. No, dude, I'm looking at I'm looking at my GameFly list. It's listed as October tenth. Well, so I'm looking know. at another list listed as uh, September twenty seventh. Okay. Uh, White Day, a labyrinth named School. What? Which which platform is that? I Are those even, words? I, 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 it's this Korean horror game with jump scares and stuff. It's, it's a really stupid name. White really Day, a labyrinth named school. I think maybe they tried to go with the a labyrinthian school. Maybe maybe that's what they're going for. I don't know. It's so this is PS4. So, okay. uh, Gundam versus. Oh, is that coming out? Uh, Damn, I didn't know. It says on Friday. Pharaonic. Uh, the Girl and the Robot. Okay. Uh, go down. WRC 7. Okay. Battle Garega Rev 2016. It's right? 2017. Right. Right. Forza Motorsports 7, the Ultimate Edition, which basically means if you pay a lot of money, you get to play it early. Is that really all there is? How much is it? It's $100, right? To play it how many days earlier? Three or four. But you do get the season pass with that version, too, as well, I think. How do you guys... Let me gauge the 
the opinion of you guys when it comes to pay more money to play the game earlier. How does that sell with you? I mean, if the price was... If you were paying extra money just to play it early, I'd have a problem with it. But this version is just the Ultimate Edition, which is the one that comes with the Season Pass, so it would cost 100 bucks whether you bought it early or not. That's fine. So as long as it's it's yet another incentive on top of other stuff, it's fine. But if it's the only thing, it's not fine. No, no. If they were charging $100 for just vanilla Forza 7 to play it three days early, you're an idiot if you buy that. That's just dumb. Right, and, and they shouldn't do that. That's terrible. I can't believe I'm saying this. Cuphead is out this week. You mean Cuphead has been delayed? Nope. Because that's that's what I've heard before. You know, that's what sounds right. Cuphead is coming out on Friday. Hmm. So it's for PC and Xbox One X. I mean Xbox One. Yes. In yes. Okay. Cool. I can't believe I just said that. All right, uh, arcade archives, Mario Brothers. Oh, is that right. the thing that they were showing off during the the, the direct? The direct? Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. out this week. Neat. Conga Master Party with an exclamation point at the end of it. Of course, it's a master party. It's not just a regular master. party. Master, master. <laughs> In versus deluxe. One Piece Unlimited World Red Deluxe Edition on the Switch. Um, Yokai Watch 2, Psychic Specters. There was already a Yokai Watch 2, though, right? So is this, what is this, like an Ultimate Edition or something? I think it's just another version. Wasn't, isn't like Yokai Watch the game that has like the really lewd titles? Like, isn't one of them called like Fleshy Souls or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds gross. I think there's one of them is like bony spirits and yeah, fleshy spirits yeah, or like, something like that. That's right. Why didn't they just call it like moist spirits? That sounds about the same. That's terrible. Mm. All right. That's all the big stuff. What's on PC this week that sounds funny? Um, here we go. Eliza, seduce the innkeeper. How about that? Oh, Seduce the innkeeper. Eliza, seduce the innkeeper. Okay, there is literally a game coming out this week. It's just called Hentai. Is it on wow. Steam? Yeah, it's on Steam. All right, yeah, I'm looking this up. I, don't don't Google Hentai, Drew. Okay, that's just a forewarning. All right, this game is 66 cents. Sweet. <laughs> Hentai is a girl you play in a big, beautiful world, including 21 rooms with different paths. Try to collect all the 22 mushrooms on your journey for something special. <laughs> mushrooms, huh? Uh, mushroom tips, more like it. I wonder big, what. Yeah, I wonder what those symbolize. Big, beautiful world followed by 22 rooms <laughs> in their description. Hey, yeah. Man. Hold on, we got we got. A couple oh, more. that's good. We got a couple more. Um, once fuck? once again, all the sequels launching on the same day. Here's a good one. Fruit Sudoku 2, Fruit Sudoku 3, and Fruit, Fruit Sudoku 4. All launching on, on the 25th. <sighs> well, because you need a lot of Fruit Sudoku all at once. Clearly. Yeah. Um, there's, a mo- there's a game coming out called Hidden Object, colon, food. Colon, food. Yeah, not colon, food, but colon, food. I knew what you meant. I know. Also, I guess you're searching for food. In case you haven't played the first three, Mr. Jumpington 4 is out this week. Oh, Mr. Jumpington. Good. 
<laughs> one of my favorite series of all time, man. Beloved character, you know, franchise. It's yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Great, great stuff. All right, let's move on to the news. Nintendo made a comment this week saying they dramatically over-delivered Switch units at launch and still didn't make enough. By God. When they say over-delivered, do they mean by their own projections or the projections of the, the demands of the people? Because it can't be the latter, right? Do I look like Reggie? <laughs> I don't know. Yes, would be they mean their own projections. Okay. Because that means jack shit then, then doesn't it? Yeah. It means they're, they're sandbagged. Pro- yeah, basically. South Park, the fractured butthole has gone gold. Uh, the gold uh, trailer targets Kanye West's game about his mother ascending into heaven. He did make a game about his mother. Yes, he did. He did. I never. Did any of you guys play it? No. No. Is that real? Yeah, no, that was really. It's a mobile game. Real. Mother ascending to heaven. Yeah, it's a mobile game. I did did he charge that. money for that? I'm sure he did. It's Kanye. Sure he did. But it's literally about his mother ascending to heaven. Isn't that supposed to be like out of respect for her memory or some shit? I I don't know. Ask you don't, Kanye. You don't do that shit for profit. That's crazy. Okay, I'm looking at the trailer. Uh, for what? South Park or Kanye? For 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 Kanye's. Oh. Uh, there is no gameplay. Oh, it's I mean, just some issues with them tears. Is it's, the game is called Only One. Does it have a price tag on it? Uh, no, it doesn't. I, I, I can't. I can't find it. It's got to be on the iOS store, right? I don't have an iPhone. Only one iOS game. Only on the App Store. Here we go. You can look at the App Store on the website, Drew. It's free. Okay. Oh, okay. Good. Good on you, Kanye. You're you're not a despicable human being. Good job. Are you sure that's the game? This doesn't look like that, Drew. What do you mean? It's got a little. It's called. It's got a little dude with a sword. It says it's made by Ernest Zoka. It's called Only One. That's the game I'm looking at right now. It looks like a bunch of people in a circle with a sword fighting. I don't know what that has to do with Kanye's mother going to heaven. To YouTube. <laughs> anyway, with this this riveting podcast experience of us watching videos. But, uh, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't tell you about my I didn't tell you about my new podcast. Nerds watch videos while you listen. I think that one already exists. Shit, probably exists. Yeah. Uh, Xbox One Insiders, uh, the newest build now lets you use a USB webcam for streaming. That's pretty cool, actually. Uh, does, so the the USB webcam would have to be faced towards the screen for the gameplay? Is that what they're no, talking about? No, it's for about, your or? face, Jay. Yeah, but why wouldn't you be able to be using that before? Like, Isn't that something you couldn't do before? Is that it? No, these systems only use proprietary cameras before. Oh, that's dumb. Okay, sure. They aren't. PCs. You said it, you said it looked like a guy standing on a pillar with a sword. Yeah. Uh, it, like, that's that's the game. I don't know. I'm I'm looking at gameplay of this. Uh, uh, I I think we should. You know, it has in-app purchases. You can purchase the ultimate power, the Valkyrie, the dwarf, or the barbarian. What does that have to? <sighs> I don't think that's the right game. It can't be the right game. Then I don't see any gameplay footage of 
only won by Kanye West. New gameplay trailer. All right, let me do right, Finally. God damn it. God damn this may be, this may be a lie. It is called only one. Um, I don't know. I, I no longer care about I, this anymore. Yeah, this has gone story. on way longer than it needed to. I'm going back to the news. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rockstar I'm Games. I'm going back to the news. Uh, <laughs> Rockstar yeah. Games is putting up a teaser for a teaser for a teaser. As, yep. as they are kin to do. Yeah, so there's going to be some Red Dead shit coming in. And was it September 28th or something like that? It's probably yeah. going to be a trailer. It's going to have some cowboys. Fuck it, some cows. I don't know. Fucking some cows. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want that feature in my next Red Dead Redemption game. You don't man. even know. Very realistic, sure, but sometimes you gotta kind of steal away from realism to make a compelling sure. game. Sure. Hey, noobs! Vampire Action RPG Code Vein doesn't have an easier difficulty setting, so suck it. What a bunch of noobs! What a bunch of noobs! A whole bunch of noobs! I don't. I don't think Namco Bandai is really making a statement with that. They just don't ever do it in general. They never had a difficulty mode for any of the uh, uh, God Eater games either. And they're the same developer, so I don't. I don't know why they expect the one to begin with. So. I, I don't. It, whatever. Uh, Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle is Nintendo Switch's best-selling third-party game. Shocker. Hey, good on them. Game with Mario in it. It's the best-selling game. Uh, what else? Uh, the cross-play update for Minecraft called Better Together is out for Xbox One, PC, and mobile coming to Switch in the near future. That's pretty cool. Shinji Mikami says he wants to make a Switch version of The Evil Within 2. That'd be nice. I mean, downgrade aside, it's always nice to see games come to multi-platforms. Absolutely. Uh, TGS happened this week. You wouldn't know it because there's not a whole lot of news. Uh, but there is a new game. It's called Left Alive, coming from Square Enix. It's being developed by the Armored Core team. And it has uh, developers on it uh, from uh, from software, Square Enix, and the artwork is being done by none other than Yoji Shinkawa. Nice. Because uh, when, they, when they showed the box art for it, I was like, is this new Metal Gear? That's yeah. exactly what I thought. Yep. That guy has such Didn't a distinct he, art style, man. It's he fantastic. did the zombies for Call of Duty, right? Uh, the what? I don't. I'm pre- I'm pretty sure he did like the artwork for one of the Call of Duty zombie modes. I don't know. Maybe some key art. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, he. Uh, this game is apparently a third person shooter, a survival shooter, is what they're called. So it's like the Dark Souls of shooters, um, but it's got robots. God. It's it's made by people f- from software. It's the Armored Core team. So, of course, there's robots, and of course, there's Dark Souls. Okay. Gonna happen. Okay. okay. Gonna I, happen. I saw, I saw maybe like a 5 to 10 second gameplay footage of it. It seemed like uh, you can also play uh, outside of the mech. So, well, maybe sure. yeah, maybe you're getting this kind of... You're your pilot on the ground doing these uh, like espionage missions, and then you can kind of crawl into mechs and then get into these giant towering mechs and do your missions that way. That sounds interesting. I'm looking forward to it. They have some big names. They have some uh, people with some excellent pedigree working on the game. So we're probably not going to see it until probably late 2018. But oh, yeah. still, good. Nice to see a new announcement, new IP. So. 
Remember how we talked about uh, Fortnite's Battle Royale mode? Uh, uh, basically so. the PUBG for, for mm-hmm. Fortnite. Yep. So the developers of PUBG decided they were a little upset about that. So they put out a press release basically saying they were disappointed and that they might take further action. And I'm like, hold on. Hold on a second here. Hold on. PUBG is kind of like uh, H1Z1. It's the king of the yeah. kill. So, also, PUBG runs on Unreal Engine. Who makes Fortnite? Remind me again. Anybody? Uh, I know the studio, but I forget. The no, I think. Epic? Is, uh, Epic yeah, yeah, Games? Epic, they kind of own something. Um, what is it? What is it that they own? I think the engine is kind of a non-starter as far as that debate no, goes. No, the non-starter but... is trying to say you're going to sue somebody for stealing your idea when yeah, you when stole the, the idea in the first place. This this yeah, also yeah, isn't the, the first thing. So PUBG, uh, to get people to not just sit there and camp all day, they have the environment slowly become toxic. Yeah. Where you know everybody has to move in closer to each other. There was another game that I actually played and reviewed called Shoot Mania that did that, where you were in a shooting arena and the arena would slowly close in on you, and you had to get closer to your enemies. And that came out three years ago. Yeah. So let's uh, let's let's use that old phrase. What is it? You know, people in glass houses. You know, this is stupid. Yeah, and Focus. the whole idea of uh, being. You're trying to be the last one surviving where this hazard's going on. That wasn't Battle Royale, a movie that came out in 2000. So you don't see the you know the the director or the writer for Battle Royale suing H1Z1 developers or PUBG. Fucking get over yourselves. You're not original. Yeah, you you don't you you think of these. Just because you're the hottest shit going on right now doesn't give you free reign to do whatever the hell you want. And in fact, pretty sure this just made people look at you badly and made people want to try out Battle Royale. Which, by the way, is launching on console for free this week. So maybe that's why you're a little mad. Maybe. Maybe. But I think PUBG kind of has gotten out of control as far as its popularity goes. No, for sure. I can understand. Because of that, maybe they become too big for their own britches kind of deal. They're just kind of going nuts. What's, What's the other phrase? The bigger you are? Are you fall? Yes. Yeah, just saying. Pride comes before the fall. Yeah, that's true. That's also Loose lips sink ships. Uh, let's pride. Do a, let's, let's do I think it's actually pride goeth before the fall, right? Or before a fall. I think yeah. it's before the fall, but I'm not 100 percent sure. It is fall. Captain Google, get on it. <laughs> nah, I'm good. You guys don't like me typing. That's true. I don't. <laughs> when you type like a fucking madman with a club, yeah. Hey, don't don't give Drew a hard time because he has big fingers. You guys have seen the uh, have you seen the 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 GIF where the alarm clock flashes time to ship post and then it shows the cat like banging on the keyboard. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's Drew. That's pretty great. I've never I believe seen it. it. But that's pretty great. The first DLC fighter for Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite will be Monster Hunter. I love that they just call the character Monster Hunter. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty hilarious. I saw some video of it. She doesn't look like everybody else. She actually looks good. 
like the actual character model. Yeah, yeah it's it like okay. like the character model looks better than the other character models in the game, which looks weird. But whatever. Uh, has anybody not finished Resident Evil Seven that intends on finishing Resident Evil Seven? No, okay. I don't finish. No it intention. Okay, so spoilers if you don't want to know. The game's getting close to a year old now, but uh, the first DLC, not a hero, the free one that's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's uh, Chris Redfield. Yep, and it's uh, kind of shootery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they showed some he gameplay. Punch, he punches mold dudes in the face and they explode. That's He's awesome. Chris fucking Redfield. Here's He's got a my, parry, dude. So here's the mold my thing. People try to attack him, and he parries the punch, and then just punches him in the face. It's like yes. <laughs> Is that Chris Redfield? Yeah. We don't know, right? That's the whole controversy. Why would he be working for Umbrella? It doesn't make any sense. Exactly. So we're getting into big spoiler territories for Resident Evil 7, but at the very end of Resident Evil 7... It's Chris Redfield. Chris Redfield shows up, and you get into a Umbrella helicopter. You get to the chopper! And, and he says, hey, my name's Redfield. Sorry it took so long to get here. Doesn't The people were saying, like, maybe he's undercover. It's like, he's fucking Chris Redfield! He's the most like well-known BSAA agent of all time. You can't have him be undercover. It doesn't work. Also, he lost a lot of his muscles. I was going to say, he lost a lot yeah. of weight. He trimmed down. It's ultra yeah. slim fast or something. Mm-hmm. So, so much is like a madman, but you know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if there – is this a soft reboot? Like, that's, did that's, they did well, they, no, they they specifically said this is not a soft reboot. This is a continuation. This this is all taking place after the events of Resident Evil Six. Maybe this takes place before. It takes place after. After then, after yeah. Then, yeah after the world ended, pretty much. Then Chris is um, uh, he stopped taking his uh, his uh, supplements or something. Well. You know, well, besides you know, that, I'm more curious about it. He's lifting for tone now. He's <laughs> mass before he's lifting for tone. Yeah, but what what happened to the mass? He recently he hasn't had any oh. opportunities to punch any boulders, so it's kind of weakened up a little bit. You know, it hasn't doesn't need to go into any fist fights with superhumans lately, so it's been pretty good. He's uh-huh. Taking it easy. Uh-huh. Anybody remember the game Vampire spelled with a Y? Yep. I do. No. It's been delayed. I thought it actually looks kind of cool. Look kind of cool. It's been delayed due to a quote technical issue. Okay. Okay. So, probably next year. Oh man. Okay. Sorry, I don't have a whole lot going on. TGS, man, quiet. There's a lot Very of nice. stuff coming in TGS, but it's more updates to original games that are still coming out. I'm um, not even seeing those. I'm seeing. Well, you got to go to the right places. They they have them listed out. I, I don't. I don't know very many of the Kawaii sites. Well, they cover a lot of the import I, stuff I, too. I, I, God damn it! You ruin every joke. <laughs> I'm a very serious person, Ken. You know, I try to correct people's mistakes and misconceptions about things. Something that I do. <laughs> I hope you all enjoy. It's... Anime titties. Oh, oh, what? Oh, God, sorry. <laughs> Uh yeah, that's there's not a whole lot going on. It's uh it's t- it's time to stop with the news. It's time to start with the games. Well, let's pop over to the emails. Uh, first one comes in from Antonio. He says, "I'm a hypocrite. I said I wouldn't buy an Xbox One X at 500, but I pre-ordered one. Three factors uh-huh. played into this. First, being that I'm a huge racing fan." GT Sport is bare bones, and the long development cycles are absolute BS. Second, the Forza series has been on another level. 
going to get Forza 6 and 7 along with Horizon 2 and 3. And lastly, I want to experience PUBG. I haven't owned an Xbox since 2010. On another note, Bluepoint Games doesn't get enough credit for their nearly flawless ports. The MGS Collection and Uncharted Collection, just to name a few. Now they're doing Shadow of the Colossus Remaster. I just know that game will have good controls now. Hmm, that's actually an interesting point, because we did see more footage of the Shadow of the Colossus remake during TGS. And um, maybe they will do a significant change to the control scheme, because I personally like the control scheme, but I know there's a lot of people who don't. So maybe they'll streamline it a little bit more, make it easier to do the climbing aspect of it, the platforming aspect. Maybe make it a more palatable game for the masses, which I wouldn't mind, personally. As long as it still plays well, I wouldn't care. But uh, that's an interesting thought. I didn't think about them overhauling the gameplay and not just the graphics. Uh, That's all the emails I have. So let's pop over to the Twitter. And the first tweet is DJ Mitsuhara saying, Jay, just letting you know that you're pronouncing kawaii wrong. Uh, In fact, you're pronouncing it as kawaii, which means scary. Well, that too. Kawaii can be... Quite. How, how do you say scary in Japanese now? Kawaii? 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 So kind of with a U, I guess? I guess. Okay. He spells I, it, I with, know, a, he spells it with an O. Kawaii. Kawaii. I guess. So That's kind of weird to have you pronounce uh, it though? cute and scary so close to each other. Can you, can you do like a phonetic? Is there like a phonetic version of Kawaii? Kawaii is cute, and Kawaii maybe is the scary one. I don't know. But uh, thanks for the correction. I mean, sometimes I, I uh, mispronounce things. Actually, all the time I mispronounce things. So I do appreciate a correction here and there. Uh, I was trying to find a, a, a phonetic version. There's Kawaii in the Wiktionary. means lovable, adorable, cute. Um, rhymes with, I can't read that. It doesn't rhyme what I can't read that, personally. I don't think that rhymes at all together. It says rhymes with, and there's like an A, an I, and another kind of I, and then a negative sign, and an A, and an I. What is going on? I I will never say that I know how to say that word. Uh, No, go ahead. Japanese is a pretty difficult language. I took uh, two years of it, actually. No, I took one year of it in... uh, in college, do you think it's do you think it's harder than Chinese with like the fact that there's like three dialects in Chinese? Um, well, there's multiple dialects in Japanese. Is, is there really? I I didn't know that. I know I know there's three in Chinese, well, there, but I didn't know there was. I think more. just about every language. Well, I shouldn't say dialects. I think just about every language has the the chi- uh, the, the Japanese like that thing that I had issues with, like was memorizing a lot of the kanji and stuff like that because they're all over the place when when you're reading yeah. things. That's the I've been trying to learn Japanese on um, uh, what's it called? Duolingo. Uh, Duolingo, and uh, the kanji is what gets me too. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty rough, <laughs> but uh, I, d- I did learn a decent amount during my one year of learning Japanese, and I did I do like some of the structural things that they do uh, as far as their language goes and, and grammar, but it, it's not easy. It's learning language. I think. When it comes to certain languages, like Asian languages, like Ken said, uh, the different types of like Mandarin, you know, Cantonese, uh, was it Cantonese? Cantonese. How do you say Cantonese. Yeah. 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 So you have to kind of choose and pick. They're not, you know, universal. But for Japanese, you do just kind of go with the one. But 
Yeah, every every learning new language is an is a is a process. You have to really work at it in order to actually make any headway. Uh, Atreus Machina says two Drew stories this week. Nice. I know, right? I I love those Drew stories for of the week. Nice. Uh, Tate says thanks to PUBG. Me and at least three people I know will be downloading Fortnite on Tuesday to try out Battle Royale. That's the other thing PUBG did was give a bunch of press. <laughs> yeah, I've heard a lot of people saying specifically that they're going to download that now to, to try it out. <laughs> you know what? So so am I. I'm going to try it out too. And I wouldn't have touched Fortnite otherwise. So it's, it's free. That's a big thing. It's free. It is. So, yeah, good on them. Uh, Mookie says, I kind of need help. Can you play Super Mario World 2 on the 3DS? My wife's kind of an old-school gamer like Dota All-Stars and CS 1.3. I don't know how those fit into the same sentence as Super Mario World 2, but okay. Um, there is a Yoshi's Super- Island on 3DS. There is a, there there is is, a U. But it's, it's a sequel. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not a, it's not an actual remake. Is I the, it. It's really good, though. Is, yeah, it is really good. Is the Super Mario World 2 on the Virtual Console on the 3DS? It may be. I'm it might certain. be. Yeah, I, I really do think you should play New Yoshi or she should play New Yoshi's Island. Yeah, it's that's really good. Excellent. Yeah, uh, and it looks great. Yeah, that that's on uh, the Super Nintendo Classic. It's the original Super Mario World two. And it's a Yoshi game, which is fantastic because it means you get the. <laughs> it needs to be a sound effect when he tries to fly. <laughs> I forgot in Super Mario World where you can go back to the the, the very main like, area. Does it have a crying Mario as well or no? Uh, it does. I, and I I'm think. not playing the game, Ryan. I'm I sorry. Remember. I'm What's not playing that game. I'm remembering it correctly. Mario. It's a crying Mario that's obnoxious. He's a baby. Babies are obnoxious. Oh, my God. Are they not? No, they're not. They're obnoxious. just a ball of responsibility. That eats and craps and cries. I'm sorry. They get better when they get older, but, you know, babies in general. Kind so of are we a booze, right? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know, they drive around. They I did that just to make Drew laugh because I That's knew that would make you Is it? I don't know. That's it's against <laughs> white people. Come on. <laughs> then it's not. I'm good. We're cool. Oh, Dustin says, finally got to the end game on Stormblood. Uh, the main campaign was pretty straightforward. I like Heaven Heaven's Word better, but the final boss was epic. God damn! Don't talk about that game. Is restart your subscription? I'm not playing. No, no. Your character's waiting for I, you to level up. I uninstalled it. Okay, I uninstalled. Oh, it. I we we forgot to mention. Uh, the Path of Fire came out for Guild Wars Two. I don't think we forgot to mention. Did you buy it and start playing it yet? I have not bought it. <laughs> I don't think we forgot to mention it. wouldn't exactly say I've been missing it. <laughs> I'm glad that conveyed the way that I meant it. Well, you guys are a bunch of asses. <laughs> Ain't nobody care about Guild Wars 2 in 2017, Drew. Oh, There's a shit true. ton of people out there playing it. I know. I, that's the joke. That's the joke, Drew. That's the joke. Uh, he also says, crazy to think South Park actually went gold. I'm excited to play that game. October is going to be a great month. This is good. It's fucking going to go down in history. You know, speaking of October, what game out of the entire month of October are you guys looking forward to most? Mario. 
What about you, yeah, Joe? Yeah, me too. Uh, probably Wolfenstein or um, Evil Within 2. It's yeah. Mario for me as well. I'm, 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 I'm Evil Within 2 on that board. Mario just looks too goddamn good. I don't know, yeah. man. Fucking Wolfenstein looks amazing. No, Wolfenstein would be amazing, but it's fucking Mario. It's Mario. Yeah, I mean... We're, we're talking about, like, the guy that has some of the best games ever made. And, and not only that, it's a 3D platforming Mario. Yeah, it looks like 64. I didn't like... You know, I think Mario 64 is overrated. Shh. I know it's like the most out. unpopular opinion that I have above all else, but I I used to play it at my friend's house. And I was like, this controls like crap. I miss the two D ones. Controls like crap. Oh my yeah. god, that's still yeah. the best playing three D platformer ever made. No. Yeah, it's not. It is not. It is. You know what? I'm, you're you're. I crazy. mean, I'm not generally an an a your opinion is wrong type <laughs> person. <laughs> yes, Ryan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But it gets to a point where it's almost, uh, <laughs> I almost feel like I'm doing you a disservice if I don't tell you how wrong your opinion is. Okay, that's fine. I, you know, I've been told that many a times when I have spoke about Mario 64. It's not the first time I've heard it. Maybe it was just at the time. I'm just, I was just not used to the 3D controls, maybe, because obviously it was kind of like the first one, right? Did so you none of us were really first, used to it. Did you play it right when it first came out? Not right when it first came out, no. How many years had it been? few years um, maybe about three or four years afterwards oh okay that might be why like, uh, i can still play it was, that game. I, I can just tell you that um it was for me that game this is going to sound like hyperbole but for me that game wasn't just like another new game it was a completely fresh experience yeah so it was like the dark souls of mario games yeah it really was <laughs> god that game I, no that's I, uh... galaxy See, I I don't like Galaxy. I respect Galaxy, but I don't like it. I just, some of those levels in Galaxy were hard as balls. Yeah, but then again, I'm the guy that likes Sunshine. Me and Drew are yeah. in the Sunshine party. I I fucking love Sunshine. But yeah, Mario 64, I still think, is up there in the top three Mario games. I, I think when I do get my Switch, uh, which I'll have to because of Xenoblade and other stuff, and Octo Traveler, which I wouldn't want to play. <laughs> I will play Mario, but I'm, I don't have that excitement that I used to. Because I remember back, like, Mario was my first game ever that I ever played. You know, when you get the Nintendo, you get the Mario and Duck Hunt. And yep. Mario was my introduction to gaming as a whole. And I still have a really, you know, soft spot for that game. You know, Mar- Super Mario Brothers 3, one of my favorite games of all time. Super Mario Brothers World, one of my favorite games of all time. So you so have those games. Which one's better? Which one's better? We had this conversation just recently, didn't we? Yeah, we, I know did. we did. And which one's better? I, I have a stronger uh, fondness for three, but I think World what? is better. I think World no, 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 like I, I said, oh, okay, it's okay. better, but I have a better, a more fondness because I played three a lot more. I'm, I am a three I can person. Respect that. I yeah. can respect that. Did but World you, is just a better game. You remember that conversation we had earlier about your opinion is wrong, Drew? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I don't care. <laughs> I Super don't. Mario Brothers three is is my favorite one. Yeah. World is. So good. That like what I said, sixty four was in the top three. World is always going to be my number one. Agreed. Yeah, same here. I love that game. Now three, three is either two or three. I'm I'm not gonna lie, that game's really fucking good. Yeah, Yeah, three's good. I I don't have the same. um, Did you play three when it first came out? (laughs) I did. Yes, you did. Okay, (laughs) I did. Yes. 
But I actually, um, I think I actually prefer Super Mario 2 to uh, Super Mario 3. Ooh, which wow. I know is also that popular. Is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. yeah. I really love Super Mario Brothers 2. I love was, that game. That was a cool game. It wasn't even the Super Mario Brothers no, game. No, it's at all. not a Super Mario Brothers game at all, but it's nope. still a cool but it's, game. Yeah, it's, it's a good yeah. game. So. They've incorporated a lot of stuff from that game into Mario stuff now, though. They have, yep. They certainly have. So, and I think, I'm pretty sure. Didn't Miyamoto come out and say, hey, this should have been the real Mario Brothers? I don't know. Miyamoto said so much shit over the years, I lose track of it. Like, I'm pretty sure he came out and said, yeah, the American one should have been Mario Brothers 2. Well. I have a very interesting question about October. Yeah, okay. Exactly. We all talk about how great it's going to be. Because it is going to be great. Which one of those games has the most likely chance of sucking? Ooh. Like, when you're talking sucking, just like... Like, being, not being good. Like, literally not being good. I think Assassin's Creed Origins has the biggest chance of not being good. I'm not going to tell you that. I'm going to go with The Evil Within. Oh, don't, the, don't do the, me the, like that, man. The Come Evil on. Within, if you don't remember correctly, The Evil Within, when it first launched, has some major fucking issues. And a lot of people still don't like that game because of its pacing and things I'm like that. I'm actually... I'm actually going to say that too because I never played the first one and I don't like survival horror. So that's my uh, cop out sh- answer. <laughs> Shadow of War could also be a stinker. I as keep well. forgetting that that's... game is coming out. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm not playing that. So Shadow of War just sounds <laughs> like it's it it's gonna not do well. Well, doing well is not what I mean. Just... I mean actually not being a good game. I know, but I mean, at the same time, I feel like I don't think that game's going to sell as well as as the first one. Well, did. no, because it's if we were, if we remember the original Shadow of Mordor game came out in a year when there wasn't a lot of great games that year. Right, it's true. So it kind of got propped up a little bit more than it would have any other year. And this year, it's launching in a month with a fucking Mario, a Wolfenstein, a, a Assassin's Creed, South Park. Yeah. I yeah. mean. Yeah. That game. The thing about Shadow of War, I think, that really makes it have the potential of being a stinker. The original uh, middle, uh, was it, was the first one called Shadow, Shadow Mordor? Shadow Mordor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Shadow Mordor. What that game sold it on was the original idea of the Nemesis system. But now that that's been done before, it is no longer original. It is no longer a brand new idea. So implementing it into the second game is not going to give it the credit that yeah. it got in the first game. Well, so that's going to be another mark against it. From my perspective, um, they couldn't even make the first game interesting enough to hold my attention for the entire game, let right. alone to get my attention for a second game. Yeah. I think I think one of my, besides the spawning issue of the first game, I think my biggest issue with that game is it tries to do too much when it doesn't need to. Yeah, I just, it's true. I feel like I got overwhelmed with the amount of stuff that was in that game that didn't really need to be there. So, Makes sense. All right, last tweet comes from Dustin. It says, Drew should write a book about his security guard shenanigans. You have enough content to fill up a book, Drew? I highly doubt it. it could, could it be a coffee table book? Maybe a little shorter? Could. Yeah, it could. True, yeah. Have some reference pictures and stuff like that. Really don't need that. Yeah, I don't know if we need the pictures. Oh, speaking of... I have have told the 
the the big bathroom story, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's yeah. your favorite one. You want to pay? You want to you want an artist rendition of that in the book? You do. You do. You know, sometimes your imagination's just not good enough. Yeah. <laughs> S- speaking I get a of Curatoriama though. To do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wonder how much you'd have to pay Akira Toriyama to do a rendition of that. I don't. I don't want to see Akira Toriyama's rendition of that. <laughs> hey man, as you know, as as he finishes his business, he goes super sane. You know, what more do you want? <sighs> oh, and this is to go even further beyond. <laughs> it's over nine thousand. Oh man, that's gross. Yeah, make that's, it happen. Yeah. It's really gross. I, I uh, speaking on on Jay's recommendation. I went and I watched the confession tapes on Netflix. Oh, how do you feel about that? That was good stuff. Although it kind of got telegraphed by the end of it, like mm-hmm. I could tell who got off and who was still in jail just by yeah, just by the interviews. Yeah, the interviews was like, is he on the phone? Yep, they're still in jail. Yep. Some of those are really tragic, though. I have to say, I felt really bad for some of those people. The first one is probably the most tragic for me. Yeah, the kids, right? Yeah, the two kids, because it was a yeah. two-parter, and like you feel like you really feel like they didn't do it. They re- it really doesn't feel like it. And the things that they do, those cops and the techniques they they use. Oh, it's terrible. That gets that becomes illegal a few years after they use it to put a life sentence on these kids. How like, is that immoral in any way? You know, like I joke about like Canadian, you know, law enforcement and, and military and stuff like that, but man, fuck y'all, you are some sick fucks. Yeah, that Mr. Big thing. <laughs> that Mr. Big stuff is like, ah. <laughs> like, we don't even do that over here. We do some bad stuff, but come on, man, that's some that's some psychological warfare right there. Whew. Tell them that you have evidence that you clearly don't have to try oh. to like nudge them into confession. And <laughs> inter- in, in interrogations that go for over 20 hours yeah, that was with insane. a professional that just... Breaking and chipping away at your fucking mind. It's ridiculous. can't believe they're allowed to do something like that. Well, they're not anymore. Yeah. I guess get a lawyer, uh, kids. Yeah, Regardless of what it is, if, even if it's like a misdemeanor and you didn't do it, get a fucking lawyer. Yeah, but that first, one was, crazy. The first one was so bad because they didn't even know they were being interrogated. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah. That's messed up. That was allowed to be used in in the court of law as evidence, too. In America. Because it didn't even happen in America. That was... That's good stuff. America. MAGA. Hashtag MAGA. If you you guys haven't seen it, check out the Confession Tasters on Netflix. They have one season. It's like five or six episodes. It's It's not too long. It's actually seven. Uh, But the first one's a two-parter, so... How how long are the episodes? About 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So not too long, because... It was something that I could listen to while I was doing some other work. I was doing some cleaning, and I had it on. I was just like, at some point, I just stopped cleaning. I started watching it because it got so interesting. Yeah, I I binged it in two days. It was yeah, it was really good. Definitely. Oh, Is that then, a Netflix original? Yeah, it's Netflix yes, original. Sir. Gotcha. But yeah, that's uh, that's it. That's all for the tweets, the emails. If you want to shoot us an email, it's podcasts at ztgd.com. You want to hit us on Twitter, it's at n4g podcast. Uh, you can also follow us individually. Jay is at Bottomside Jay, Drew at DML Fury, and Ryan at Wombat RP. You can follow me on the site at ZTGD. Also check out Phoenix Down. What's next? Bowser's done. You got inside uh, Bowser's Bowser. done. We are going to be doing an intermission show next week. Uh, probably discussing 
the horror game that we plan on doing for <laughs> November because we're going to be doing Danganronpa <laughs> throughout all of October. Um, well, why not push that back to November? Just curious. Because people really want to play it right now. Yeah. Oh, good. I mean, Think of the fans, not yourselves. It's the, new, it's the new hotness, man. But you're not a new hotness podcast. That's kind of the point. It's 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 Drew's <laughs> podcast. You can do what he wants with it, Ken. That's right. Hey, I'm just We're making... having fucking Halloween in November. That's dumb. Damn so right. Go, go get your turkey and, and carve a, a, a scary face into it. What? <laughs> what even That's happened in that city? You lost track. Well, you got any hints for what game you might want to cover for uh, Halloween? We're not certain yet. Like that's like, the thing. What's, I've the, asked what's, Matt. what's like the list that you guys got going there? We don't even have a list. A, a person oh, yeah, suggested a person suggested a game to us, which I had never heard of before. Um, let me see if I can bring up that email real quick. I can also make a suggestion myself if you want. Okay. Well, the, he suggested uh, Kudelica. Oh, that game is not a good. PS One game. That's like the the. The predecessor to the trap games, isn't it? Yeah, like Kudelka. Yeah, that game's uh, yeah. actually he said it was uh JRPG survival horror hybrid. It's made by the same was, team though, I think. Uh Shadow Hearts people. Really? Mm-hmm. I remember that game not being good. It's also a PlayStation 1 game with 3D graphics, so you know it's not going to look good or play well. My right, question well, is, is how, do you obtain, how do you obtain that game? Apparently it's on the PlayStation Store, at least that's what he thinks. Really? Uh, maybe. I haven't I haven't looked for it, so I wouldn't know. I remember that game, because that's back when I worked at like GameStop, and it was one of the uh, big fat games, because it had like multiple discs. Hmm. Uh, I, don't, I don't see yeah. it on the PlayStation Store. Oh man, I'm looking at some other uh, games that were on the PS1. Galarians, you guys ever play that one? Yeah, uh, Galarians. Galarians. Galarians Ash. Yeah, that game. Eh. I played that. It was okay. I actually beat it. This game, Kudaka, was published by SNK. Wow. And Infogrames. Go, good lord. Um, let's just do a search for it on Amazon. Kudaka on Amazon. I guarantee you, that's going to be like sixty bucks. I don't. Oh, here it is. Uh, starting at forty nine ninety eight. I'm not buying that game. I'm sorry. Well, did you check the Sony store to see if it's digitally it, available? I to checked play? it. It's not there. Hmm. Well, that's not happening then. Yeah, there's no results for Kudelka on the PlayStation Store. It is uh, twelve new and used from forty nine ninety eight is the starting price. Uh. So yeah, how about that game? I was thinking Dead Space. Breathtaking cinematic scenes and musical score. Uh, you guys haven't played Outlast 2 yet, right? I have not played Outlast 2. I have played Outlast 1. I think Outlast 2 is a pretty good game. Yeah. I, I scored it higher than most other people. I think I just enjoyed it more, knowing what I was going into. I think people have some weird ideas about what it was going to be, personally, but I, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Do you, remember, uh, do you remember the boxes on the back of PS1 games? Vibration function compatible. <laughs> nice. That's when the the DualShock controllers were coming out, and they were brand new. Yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. Vibration function compatible. It's like, could you get any more complex for saying the controller rumble? You know, it's you, you bring that up. 
and it's funny because we did uh, we did Parasite Eve, and then right after Parasite Eve, we did Metal Gear Solid. Parasite Eve had analog controls, and then Metal Gear Solid, which came out a year after Parasite Eve, uh, does not. It uses the D-pad for movement and stuff like that. And was, I was like, oh my god, I'm never going to get used to this. Wasn't that the big thing with Integral that it, that they put in the analog controls? Maybe. I don't know. Because I imported that from Japan, and I know it had like a bunch of extra VR missions and some extra like little cutscene stuff. But, but the, the thing was was the, that Metal Gear Solid used the rumble, so it used the DualShock capability, but it didn't have the fucking analog controls. It's Kojima. I swear, man. Remember when Resident Evil got re-released as the DualShock version? Yep. yep. Oh, yeah, I remember that. They also fucked up the, the soundtracking. They have weird music in place of original songs. It was fucking horrible. I remember yeah. that. And yes. you know what? You couldn't get patches back then. That's true. You kids know what that was like? No patches. We no. also didn't have any DLC and stuff like that. We didn't we, have, you took the good with the bad. We didn't have internet on our consoles back then. Yeah. That came with uh, Dreamcast. Dreamcast was the first. I mean, Sega had it on the Genesis, yeah, yeah. but it the, wasn't. The PS2 also had that online thing. A slot to the, I still have it, I think, somewhere. That in the big house. brick. The network the adapter. Yeah, yeah, that's how I yeah. played the original Monster Hunter game. You remember, so you remember Final Fantasy XI for the PS2 that came in the big box had a fucking hard drive in it? Yeah, <laughs> you needed the hard drive to play it. Dude, I had Fantasy Star Online 1 and 2 on the GameCube. And I got really into that and bought that fucking GameCube controller that had a keyboard on it. Nice. The, <laughs> the big giant, giant one? That thing is gigantic. Do you still have it? I my It may be at my parents' place, but I highly doubt it. I was going to say, that thing's probably worth some money. It probably yeah, is. it is. It can also be used as a murder weapon. <laughs> <laughs> probably, yeah. It's large enough. I wish they would re-release the first Fantasy Star. Well, did you see the slap in the face that they're putting PSO2 out on uh, Switch? In Japan no. only. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what happened with Sega and PSO. Did they just? I guess they have no confidence about it in the states at all because they've been bringing, they've been doing good bringing like Yakuza games and stuff over here. You know, they've been doing well with that. But I mean, with PSO, it's completely different. As as the new consoles start to get bigger and better and more powerful, all it means to me is that. Uh, hopefully some of this stuff will start getting released on the equivalent of virtual consoles and stuff like that. <laughs> Maybe just give me a downloadable version of the original Fantasy Star Online. At least nobody asked you to buy Galarian's Ash because it's $117.99. <laughs> well, I'll last. It'll cost you about $15, so it's not too bad. I was like, well, actually, no. You'd have to get it in a sale for that. It's probably like $20 otherwise. Mm. This is why we need digital everything because going back and trying like hey you want to play this really weird game from the ps1 it's not really great but it's an interesting piece of history 80 dollars well that's how it used to be for a lot of games that did end up going digital like suikoden 2 it's just over yeah, but, like 110 dollars it's, it's suikoden but it that's one of the best rpg games ever made just but, so, don't say it's just suikoden no 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 i was i was correcting your pronunciation jay you're terrible Suikoden? Um, Suikoden. Suikoden. I've heard it pronounced so many different ways. Suikoden, Suikoden. Suikoden is the is the equivalent of you just add an accent to it. Suikoden. 
Suikoden. There's an Suikoden. ode there. It's like that. It's like that great uh, that great series YS. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I used to pronounce it YS as well, so don't even feel bad. Like that's what people did. <laughs> well, that's back before you had the internet or you talked to anybody about it. You just saw the pictures, like yeah, YS. That's a great but game. then again, like if someone pronounces it different, how do you know they're doing it right and you're wrong though? Right? True. You have to kind of correct yourself. But My as friend, long as people my know, my friend used to call Ninja Gaiden Ninja the Gaiden because uh, it looked like it said or Ninja the... Bugate. Does it look like it said the? Yeah, because the, Ninja the, the Japanese characters on the box look like it said the. Yeah. But no, what I was saying about Suikoden was that that game was actually good. So That's when true. people paid a lot of money for it, it there was more to it than I don't, Galarians. Who would have paid one hundred twenty dollars to play Galarian? Galarian is cool, man. I kind of like that game. It's not a hundred twenty dollars game. What what game is you know? There's, there's Super not too Mario many World, that... Metal Gear Solid, yeah. Link to the Past, Link to the Past. I would have no, paid I... if I'd never played Link to the Past and I paid one hundred twenty dollars for it. I wouldn't have felt robbed. The thing is, some of those uh, some of those Nintendo sixty four games, the one hundred twenty dollars really really. <laughs> That uh, different than what they actually cost. Uh, Turok, it, it cost like ninety dollars. Turok was like ninety bucks because the, the, the how much they had to cram into the cartridge. Yep. God, those games, man. I remember Turok came in so hot. Turok Two came in so hot from the from the publisher that the box wasn't even sealed and there was no little wrapper around the cartridge. That's how fast and you know, at the end of the development cycle they shipped that game to retail. Yeah, hmm. I remember getting the shipment of it, and people were waiting on that game. And we opened the box, and they were all unsealed. I'm like, "What is going on?" I'm looking at the prices of the games back then, and uh, they're adjusted for inflation, according to like like many years ago. Yeah. So a game that came out in Nintendo used to cost thirty dollars to fifty dollars. Adjusted for inflation, it's over a hundred dollars. SNES yep. games, SNES games, fifty dollars to sixty dollars adjusted for inflation over a hundred dollars, and sixty four fifty dollars adjusted for inflation about seventy five to eighty dollars, and it goes on. So man, we used to be yeah. A lot. But I mean, I don't know what I don't know what Super Nintendo games they were playing that were priced at fifty dollars. Yeah, no doubt, right? I, most of them were like seventy or eighty. Yep. Mm. We don't appreciate the fact that all our games are fifty nine ninety nine and below. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the thing is there was so much variation in pricing. Yeah. Back then. It wasn't really standardized. Nope. Yeah, the cartridge aspect of it uh, makes it difficult. Yeah, because the more, all the memory stuff. The more chips in. you gotta put in there, the more expensive that <clears> game was. I think Mortal Kombat Trilogy was the first in sixty four game that was up over seventy. Jesus Christ. Yeah. How much was the the was it Star Fox with the Rumble Pack? Oh, that Wasn't thing that was, like ninety. I thought it was seventy nine ninety nine. Yeah, it was eighty oh, yeah? bucks. Okay. Yeah. Eighty bucks, yeah. Right. Think about think one. about paying eighty dollars for that game. Now that game is fine, but think about paying eighty dollars. <laughs> now game. that game is fine. <laughs> I played but... a lot of the versus mode in the Star Fox sixty four. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, but think about today if somebody had asked you to pay eighty dollars for Star Fox sixty four. Yeah, beat that game. Three hours. Yeah, three hours. Hope you liked your eighty dollars because I like but, it now. <laughs> but think about it this way, right? Let's say you bought Injustice Two and you had every single character that was ever going to come out for it on the on the disc. Wouldn't that be also worth like if you were to get the season pass? Isn't that also like twenty dollars, right? It's forty. So you're paying nine characters. 
$40. So you would pay $100 up front to get all the characters, and that's what you end up doing. That's what I did. That's what I mean. So, But you have to wait for it. But back then, you didn't have the option to get those extra characters down the line, so you'd have to have them all up front. Yeah, but Star Fox was, like Drew said, three hours long. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Different types of games. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a difference. Like I said, if I'd have paid $100 for Link to the Past, I wouldn't have felt cheated. That game was long, and it was great. Yes. 80 bucks for Star Fox 64, though? But let's say if you play a lot of this, uh, the single player, obviously you can beat it fast, but there's multiple, multiple paths you can go through. So there's a ton of replayability there. There's also the versus mode, which I personally played a lot of. I'm not sure about you guys. Uh, so you can, there's a lot of mileage. So I think when it comes to the hours of spent time compared to the, the value of the game and how much you spend on it, it's always a complex issue because there's always a multitude of options and factors to, uh, to delve into that effect. Well, you 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 completely forgot about one aspect. No. I don't know how much money I put into a fucking Street Fighter Two arcade game. No, the coin ups, yeah, sure. Oh my god, well, a hundred bucks, I guarantee. That's the only way you could play those games back then. Yeah. Until they started doing the console versions, and when you played those, you're like, "Eh, this kind of sucks." Man, I got the money from all the all the people that I beat in Tekken Tag Tournament while I was playing in the arcade. I had so much money. But if you beat them, you didn't need any more money. Yeah, I would. That's what I used to do. I used to go with fifty cents to this arcade place, and I would be there for like three hours. It's great. Times. He's a, he's a very humble Tekken player. No, no, I <laughs> never pretended to be humble. But uh, those 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 guys had a, had a, had a fun time trying to beat me. It was it was good. So I played a lot of the Battletoads on arcade, um, and. Going back and playing, uh, playing it on the uh, the rare replay. Rare replay, the actual arcade Battletoads. Yeah, yeah. I watched a um, the documentary on that one, and I love how um, one of the developers. He's like, yeah. He said uh, we needed to get more money out of the people, so the final boss you couldn't damage it for the first thirty seconds of the fight. I remember doing that in Rare Replay, <laughs> and we didn't tell anybody. And I was like, I, when I played it on Rare Replay, I'm like. I'm not doing any damage to this guy. <laughs> Does he actually like glow and make it look like you're actually doing damage to him? Nope. Or... Wow, that's just cruel. You just hit him and he doesn't do anything. He doesn't react to it at all. And you're like, how do you hurt him? Like, because that was always the that was the that was the famous line. Like, how do you hurt him? When you had to try to figure out boss, it's not like today, where you play a game and they're like big fucking pointy arrow like. Here's how you hurt him. This giant glowing, you know, pulsating thing you gotta shoot at, right? Yeah, like back then, it's like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you gotta hurt him. I don't know. Well, thank God for that, because I don't like Battletoads. I think I don't think those games have aged well. I don't think those games were ever really good in the first place, frankly. Man, you're just burning, like, you're just burning all kinds of bridges today, uh, ain't you? Battletoads? I like I like Battletoads. I love arcade. I love Battletoads. Yeah. That game, I played through it twice on Rare Replay. Had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, yeah, I like Battletoads as well. Old games that sold themselves on difficulty can go f themselves. Coming from the guy Boring. who loves Dark Souls. What does that have to do with that? That game sells itself on difficulty. Oh no no no! That's a misconception right there. Sure. That game happens to be difficult because of the the design around the the world and everything around with the combat. Because we're not used to that kind of gameplay. But once you get used to it, fucking Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 3, those games are easy. <laughs> See? See? 
But when I say this is the Dark Souls of shooters, that means it's hard, the, what, right? That means it's hard, right? <laughs> well, that's the basic language that we provided, right? That's what people well, understand now. What was the tagline for Dark Souls Two? I thought that was a tag. That was a tag for uh, the first game, actually. That was the, what the DLC and everything. It was the Prepare to Die edition. That's right. Yeah. But I thought the marketing tagline for two it's from also, Namco Bandai was Prepare to Die. Did they overuse it again on the second game? It was a different That's publisher. I well, I mean, it's the Dark Souls of marketing. <laughs> prepare, prepare to die again. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what they prepare to with. continue dying. <laughs> yep. But uh, I think we can all agree that the difficulty in Dark Souls or Souls game in general has always been oversold. But that's one of the appeals, right? People beat the Dark Souls game and they're like, "Ah, it beat something hard. It feels good." Um, so I wouldn't, nice. I wouldn't say that. I've never finished. I've never made it halfway through any of those games because of the difficulty. So you I just don't, don't I, like the gameplay too much. No, I enjoy the gameplay. I enjoy the world. I enjoy the characters, but I'll never see the rest of it because I don't have time and I'm not that good at them. Which is that it goes back to that argument. Great. I don't know what it hurts to put an easy mode in these games for people who just want to play them. Makes me miss my game, Shark. Yeah. I think uh, when it comes to difficulty mode, it's generally a good thing to have. Just don't mess with the normal mode. God. Okay. <laughs> I used to love those game sharks. I used to <laughs> use it in uh, GoldenEye 64. Hell yeah, dude. And I would fuck my game up. Yep. I'd have like, like I'd have soldiers like doing splits in midair walking toward me and shit. It messed yeah, with the to... code of the game, man. I, I used to use it a lot in the, um, uh, the wrestling games on N64. And uh, you could, like, there would be people that would code in, like, the ability to do different stuff with tables or do different stuff with ladders or that kind of stuff. Yeah. I have I remember, fond memories of that. Yeah, doing the game show, there was a code for uh, uh, WCW versus NWO World Tour. Like, if you hit a guy so many times, it'd get bloody. And it yep. was, like, the first time you hit a guy, they automatically got bloody. <laughs> and I'd always turn that on. Yeah. Remember the blood? that. The blood that cream. had that sound effect. Yeah, I remember yeah. Um, yeah, it would sound like a woman screaming. And, and, they, <laughs> and they would like look at their hands and before they fell over. It's so I good. I love the animation when they'd start bleeding in those games. Remember the the game genie code that would turn the sweat red in Mortal Kombat? Yep. That was hilarious. Oh taking it back. Anyway, Game Genie is the Game Genie is the only reason I think I beat Mega Man Two when I was a kid because of Game Genie. Oh, you have one for the NES. I did have one for the NES. Oh man, those weren't cheap either. Nice. That big have, plastic uh, handle on it. I have fond yeah, yeah. memories of the big giant plastic handle and the cursor putting in the um, putting in the uh, the code with the cursor. Yeah. Remember the Super There's... Nintendo one had a lock on it. Yep. There's nothing equivalent to that for consoles nowadays, huh? No, nope. nothing like Game Shark was the last one, and that was on PS1 and 64. No, P- it, I think there was also on PS2 as well. You could put in oh, that's the right, because you could, could do the you could do the pirate put discs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those were there, so you could still cheat in the PS2. <clears> but they cut it off during the 360 and PS2 generation. Yeah, achievements done went ruined cheat devices. Oh yeah, that's also a big part of it because yeah. that would also make uh, achievements uh, obsolete. Online well, gaming and achievements. Yeah. If you like cheating and you like modding shit, it's still available on PC. So go there. Console commands, True. you know, do all the things. It's always nice to have. 
I like to go back to uh, Morrowind on PC every now and then and use the console command to bump all of my stats up to where they're like completely impossibly high and then just jump around. Because <laughs> it makes your jump like ridiculously. You, there, you actually have to purposely limit yourself on how much you give yourself in the, uh, I think it's uh, aerobics, is it? Hmm? Aerobatics. Or, or, uh, Acrobat. Acrobatics. Aerobatics. Aerobatics. You gotta cut. You gotta purposely limit yourself because if you make it too high, you'll jump so high that you die when you come down. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, but then also you can you can move your like marksman all the way up as high as it goes so that one any no matter what kind of arrow it is from no matter what kind of bow it kills everybody in one shot. I used to Shot do stuff. I used to do that stuff in StarCraft where I would I would turn on the cheat code for where you wouldn't die. Then I'd play as the Protoss and go steal a, a worker unit from both of the other races. And then Mind patrol it, right? The three yeah. giant so armies of all three races. <laughs> Those are good times. Oh man. Cheat codes used to be fun. Remember they used to actually sell Books that had all the cheat codes in them. Hell yeah, the Game yep. Genie Bible. Mm-hmm. And you would write you write down the cheat codes on the instruction manual of the game that they're pertaining to, so you can yep. look back on it. Notes section in instruction manuals. What the fuck's an instruction manual? What's an instruction I know, right? manual? Yeah, that that was kind of a funny thing. The uh, any the Super Nintendo Classic. There's always a up at the top. There's like a a manual for it. And in the NES Classic, it was there. And in this one, you load it, and it just is a big, giant fucking QR code. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> I've had that, too. I would get the PC box, and then I would open it up. There's no disc. There's, like, a Steam, like, cardboard box. I'm like, oh. Kind of. But that's why one of the reasons why I don't even have a DVD ROM anymore for my uh, PC. I've never used it for years. So it's like, when I was building my new PC, I don't need a DVD or Blu-ray player. It's completely useless. Uh, there's one in mine. I use it to rip all my CDs. It's the only thing I ever used it for. Wait, so you buy CDs? I have a bunch music? of old CDs. Oh, okay, sure, sure, sure. I guess so. I did buy the new Foo record on CD. But it came with a digital code, didn't it? Uh, Amazon just gave it to me digitally. Yeah. Which makes me wonder why they even sell it digitally. If you could just buy the disc and get it digitally, why wouldn't you do that? It's the same price. People think they take up space. They don't even care about the physical aspect, which is crazy to me because I like having the physical aspect too. Because uh, it's free, right? Yeah, I listen like, to it in my car. I just put the CD in and then I didn't have to bother ripping it and syncing it with my phone and then syncing my phone in my car. Like I just put the disc in and go. It was nice. Yeah. I haven't paid for an album in I don't know how long. That's the first one I bought in probably five years. So. Yep. Anyway. That's the show. Uh, October is upon us. The next time we record a show, it will be October. Yep. So I hope you're ready. No. <laughs> no. No one is ready for this. No one has the time required to play through all these games, man. Are you kidding me? Nope. Yeah, no. And then we got a new console launching in November, along with a bunch more games. <laughs> Good God. Mm-hmm. 2017, you were already great. You're going out with a bang. But that's it. Unless anybody has anything else, we're going to get out of here. Yep. Bye, okay. Alrighty. And it goes something like this.